0: Why is it every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor, I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like, that's what I like, that's my type of shit, you know? Don't you know, y'all just say something nice. night, showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast, your home for in-depth news discussions, reviews and deep dives into movies television shows and music with a special emphasis on diversity and the black experience you can find our show on apple Podcasts, stitcher and wherever else podcasts can be found and you can also find us on all social media under the handle at ssn podcast or at our website ssnpodcast.com Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Today is Sunday, July the 28th, 2019, and today is actually going to be a little bit of... So, when I was in the 7th grade, I had a literature teacher, a language arts teacher, who whenever we would cut up in school, because kids cut up in school, she'd be like, stop that, sit down, it is not howdy-doody time. (laughs) <laughs> Howdy Doody, of course, for you young people being um, a puppet show from the 1950s. Uh, on the last day of school, she actually said, you know what? We've got 40 minutes left. Our exams are all over. Everybody's passed and whatnot. It is now Howdy Doody time. We got to, you know, cut up and act the fools. So today, uh, the episode title will be, It's Howdy Doody Time. <laughs> Cause we're just going to hang out. And talk about some things a couple of like topics that have caught our interest and not really do like one big topic this week because we have big topics coming for next month um that may or may not involve um tambourines and beats and um, um vocal groups uh but we'll get to those at that time uh for right now we're gonna talk about some other things so we will start with what we've been watching lately I want to go first because last night, late last night, as is my custom apparently, I went to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Quentin Tarantino movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie.
1: I'm hearing good things.
0: It is... I would say it's my favorite Tarantino movie. I don't know if it's his best, but it's my favorite he's ever done. Really? Yes.
1: That's high praise, Brandon.
0: Yes. Like... So the movie is set in nineteen six nineteen sixty nine in Hollywood,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and well, it's um so and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio as Rick Dalton, who's a former Western TV star who sort of kind of who tried to go into movies and didn't work, so he's kind of down on his luck in his career. And Brad Pitt plays um, Cliff Booth, his stunt double and was sort of kind of gopher and roommate and friend, and they live in the uh, Hollywood Hills next door to Sharon Tate and her husband, Roman Polanski. And so, like, the, it's set in 69, and of course, it's important to know the real history of what happened to Sharon Tate mm-hmm. in 1969. She was murdered by the Charles Manson family. Like, you know, her and a couple of her friends were murdered by the Charles Manson family. They they killed some other people across town. And it's that's when they got the trial and got it, kidnapped all of them. I mean, I mean arrested all of them. Uh the movie puts these two fictional characters, the Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio characters, sort of kind of in the middle of this, you know, uh I guess Hollywood scandal, I guess you could say. But that's not the it's the main focus of the plot. But the movie spends about a good hour and a half of just showing you like a couple of days in the life of these people. They show you uh, Rick Dalton, Leo DiCaprio taking some roles in like as like the heavy on some TV shows, like guest appearances, or whatever, him struggling to remember his lines and everything and trying to get through that and how he feels about being an actor. And they're offering him jobs and like to go overseas and film Westerns, spaghetti Westerns in Italy he don't know if he wants to do it. They show Brad Pitt sort of kind of, you know, hanging around LA while his boss is busy on set because he, um, some people don't like him being the stunt double because he, apparently him and Bruce Lee got into, um he challenged Bruce Lee on the set of the Green Hornet one time and <laughs> it didn't go so well for either of them. I um,
1: saw that, I yeah.
0: saw that in the preview and I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know if want to do this, Bruce Lee, I don't know. Um, but like, Slowly but surely, because he ends up, when he's driving around, he sees like these random groups of hippie girls just hanging out and, and roaming through trash and stuff. And slowly but surely, he kind of gets, he kind of finds out about the whole Manson family. They, they live on like a, a abandoned movie studio uh, ranch where they sh- used to shoot Westerns. And oh, wow. like they get into all of that background and everything like that. Uh, I will not spoil the movie for you. I think everybody should go see it. I think it's a movie that everybody can enjoy.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. Um, Just knowing, like, the basic history. And, of course, they do show Sharon Tate. Just being a nice person and hanging out, and she goes to see her own movie. (laughs) Which is cute. Uh, um I will say well, I don't want to spoil it. So I tell you how I came out the movie theater. I will spoil the movie for you. Go see the movie. You will okay. enjoy it. That's all I can say. And when after you see it, come back and be like and you you will feel the same way I felt when you saw the movie.
1: Cuz I'm not a Tarantino <laughs> fan, so I, but on your but on your
0: recommendation, I'll go. It's the least like so the Tarantino tropes that people don't usually like is like mm-hmm. the racism, right? Um, the violence,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I mean, the foot fetish is there. There's, there's plenty of women with feet um, just hanging out. She loves feet. Is there um, a lot of blood? Is there a lot of blood? Mm, not okay. a lot. Not a lot. This he isn't likes- Kill Bill. This isn't Django. He likes his blood. Okay. This one's more about, like, the performances and the acting and sort of kind of, the, like, the behind the scenes of being an actor and what they're, like, and, like, treating actors as people, basically, and showing, like, their, like, their humanity. And the, what's the other thing? Racism is not existent because everybody's white, except for Bruce Lee. <laughs> uh, the, um, his favorite word is not heard once in this film, which is a shock.
3: I was about to ask <laughs> if, anybody, if
0: anybody said nigger. I was no. about to ask. Nope. Never comes up once. Huh?
3: Okay. They didn't say anything about Bruce Lee, did they?
0: No, they didn't say. They called him Kato a bunch. That's it. I mean, that's the character he plays in so the Green Hornets. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's it. Cool. But yeah. I would definitely recommend it.
1: Okay. I know the actor that played Bruce Lee looked just like was that real listen. When
3: I saw that trailer, I was like, is this real? Yeah. Real. I was like, I know Bruce Lee has been dead, but my God.
1: Got the glasses and the dark
3: identical. Wow.
0: What is his name? Let me go get his name right quick. Yeah, he was was really good.
3: Amazing. He he, I I really
1: thought it was him for a minute. I thought I was freaking out.
0: And I thought maybe Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I thought they may have spliced the real one in. Like, did they splice some old footage?
0: That's what I thought. Not there, but they do splice some footage in here and there. They do, like, some, like, um, quote-unquote deep fake stuff where they put um, Leo in movies that he wanted to be in, but he didn't get the part. Some old 60s movies and things like that. Like, there's a lot of that. And there's a lot of, um, like, music, of course, you know, because they're always playing the radio. And so there's a lot Mm -hmm. of, like, authentic um, L.A. radio promos that play between the songs.
2: Uh-huh. And a big
0: mix of like sixties, late sixties pop and rock and soul. Aretha Franklin is heard, um um Mamas and the Papas and her Paul Revere and what's what was it Paul Revere and the what's the name of that damn group? Hold on. But uh, who plays Bruce Lee, first of all. Uh Mike Moe is his name who plays Bruce
4: Lee.
0: Uh, and you see actually, speaking of Mamas and the Papas, you see you see Michelle Phillips and Cass Elliot as characters. And it's funny because um, they 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 put a title to show you who Michelle Phillips is on the screen, but when Cast Elliott, they just assume you know who she is because she's so she looks the good. The actress looks just like Cass Elliott. So, <laughs> yeah, she's a big she's
1: a big lady, right,
0: Big Mama Cass. <laughs> yeah, in a in mm-hmm. a miniskirt <laughs> with oh. that with that Tracy Turnblad, um, bumped hair. Paul Revere and the Raiders. That's with apparently Margot Robbie, um, Sharon Tate's favorite group. She's always playing their records.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, was Leo DiCaprio's character a real person, or was that a fictional person? in real Fictional life?
0: person, both him and Brad Pitt, fictional people. Like, okay, like, he's sort so of, kind of
3: Was the only like real
0: person? Yeah, well, and also Roman Polanski, who I don't think he has a line. He's there, and Tarantino yeah. makes a point to have a joke. Have a joke in the. It's my somebody- Steve McQueen. Somebody play Steve McQueen. Uh, Damian Lewis, and he's like that. That Polanski guy's gonna fuck up one day. He's gonna fuck up bad. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs>
3: I
0: didn't realize they were married. I didn't realize that's who she was with. Yeah, yeah. They were married. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually a whole love triangle thing between um, her, Polanski, and Jay um, Sebring, played by Emil Hirsch in the movie. Like, like he was so in love with her, but she broke up with him and married Polanski, but they still remained friends. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because he was basically waiting for Polanski to fuck up, too, so he can (laughs) get her back. And Luke Perry is in it, playing an actor in one of the shows that uh, Leo DiCaprio was in. The
1: The, 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 the the recently deceased Luke? Yes.
3: Oh, wow. This
0: this was shot last year.
3: Because I saw an interview with um, Leonardo DiCaprio talking about how he got starstruck when he met him.
0: Yeah.
1: Wait, Leo was starstruck by Luke Perry?
4: Yep. Wow. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing
0: I didn't realize was how young those Charles Manson people were. Oh yeah, okay. they were they were they, they were teenagers, like yeah. kids. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. why they got caught up. That's why they got caught up. Yep, that's how you get them.
0: Like mm-hmm. it was like a demented episode of Scooby Doo in some places. So they were like young. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: You gotta keep had your him, eye on your kids. Had them crawling bro. on the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. Young. And weird. Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Oh my God, I forgot to mention. She's in it, she is in it, and her performance you would not know it's her because she went full. Was she one of the girls? She's one of the girls, she's one of the man's girls. Oh
1: snap, she's actually
0: um, Squeaky Frome, one of the notorious ones who did part of the murders.
1: Oh, Oh. Lynette Squeaky Frome was the one who tried to assassinate Ford, right?
0: Yes, yeah.
3: Oh, see, now see, now I really want to see it because I love me some Dakota. We watched her grow up. I'm, and listen, she has been acting, like, acting, acting
1: ever yep. since she was little. Like, that girl got it. <laughs> what, was the, what was the film that put her on the map? She was a kid, but... The one with Robert De Niro? Was that the one? What? Oh, I on. feel
3: like that's when she got really, really popular. But um, well, he, he was, like, a psychologist, and she was his daughter. What was that Because I think Brittany Murphy was in that, too. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: knew from Charlotte's Web. She was, she played, um, uh, no, I mean, was, was,
3: she with. was popular, but I feel like that
1: yeah. movie, yeah, it was a drama. I know the one that yeah. was talking about, it was like, Who is this little girl playing these big people roles? Oh, like, she's from Conyers. That's was, in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's
3: only like 25. Oh, why did I think she was older than that?
1: She's been acting her whole life. I know, right? By the time she's 50, she'll be acting 40 years. Oh, or more? Oh, yeah. are you thinking Man on Fire? That's it. Okay. Yeah, with Denzel. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, she was Coraline? Oh. Mm-hmm. And he was teaching her to swim and the swim meet yeah. or something. and That was her, a good movie. Her dad was a thug and her mama was... Um, uh, d- d- ooh, what's a girl? Oh, her mama. Oh, gosh. She's right there. Mm-hmm. Blonde hair. Big blue eyes. Icy blue eyes. Oh. Now Michelle Williams. Oh. So, yeah, uh, uh, something about Mary, her Cameron Diaz. Uh, that yeah, that was her mom. I think that was her mama in the movie. I think. Mm. I think I could be wrong.
0: In Man on Fire.
3: Oh yeah, hide and hide and seek is the movie that I'm thinking of. I think that, but oh, that came out after Man mm-hmm. on Fire
0: actually. Year mm-hmm. after. I, I see Roda Mitchell is who it was apparently.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. okay. She looked yeah. like Cameron Diaz. She looked like right. Her. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I remember saying like that's a heavy picture, and I remember she held her own with Denzel Washington. She held her own. Oh, you know,
3: actually, I feel like the movie because she was an I am Sam. I think that is what kind of really blew. Is her. that
1: with someone who's
3: um Pin,
1: mentally disabled, right? Uh wasn't he? Wasn't he mentally disabled? He hold on. Oh, somebody, somebody had some issues in the yes. Uh, Yes. Okay. That's
3: it. And he was fighting for custody. Custody. Yeah. Mm Because I remember
1: a courtroom scene or something. Yeah. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. Yeah. Okay. She's been acting forever. I
3: mean, and like talent. Yeah. She's only 25.
1: She's 25. Yeah. She's only
3: 25. She she got plenty, plenty years to
1: go. I mean, I I
3: just kept scrolling. I'm like, well, dang, girl, how much work have you had?
1: (laughs) So by the time she hits a smooth. Thirty five, forty. She'll be like
0: Meryl. Well, no, let's not. Let's not go too. Like, long. like what's well, the Jodie Foster? Like Jodie Foster. Yeah. Like Jodie Foster but, started out mad young too.
1: But what is Jodie doing? Jodie kind of stepped back, right? She kind of. She stepped, was um, in last
0: like, year. What, what yeah, was that movie? She was in some know, picture last year.
1: I guess it didn't do well. What?
0: No, it didn't because it was made for grown folks. You know this movie don't make don't make money anymore.
1: Oh, okay. Um
0: like like this one. Like I mean this one's gonna do fine because it's Tarantino. It's made it's gonna make forty million dollars this weekend, which is good for a movie like this. And it's uh,
1: a, this is a hard time to put a movie out in the middle of the summer. Yes. Is it rated R. Home.
0: What happened, the trio?
1: Is it rated R?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, my God red <laughs> R is it and how? Uh <laughs> Hotel Artemis is what I was thinking about. That's what Jodie Foster was last in. Uh,
3: oh yeah, What? uh Sterling is in that. I want to see yes. that. It's supposed to be coming on HBO soon. Is that with different funny
1: characters, like different personalities? Mm-hmm. No. I That's- think they're all like killers or something. something- I know. They're checking into this pla okay yeah. Yeah, for the preview. They Secret look-
0: hospital really- for criminals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was a um, horror film at first when I first saw it, but right. okay,
3: no, I want to see it because I feel like Sterling is like playing a character I haven't seen him play, so that's why i want.
1: Sterling K. Brown, uh huh, he's in it, uh, okay,
0: right, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. And in addition, so we reviewed The Lion King last week, and you know, uh-huh. y'all heard that, you heard how I feel about that, and <laughs> I- I hard, hard. um, but <laughs> at um. I talked about it a little bit briefly last week, but from every cloud, there is a silver lining. And in this case, it's The Lion King, The Gift, um, Beyonce's album that she curated, sort of kind of what Kendrick Lamar put together Black Panther, the album for Black Panther. The Lion King, The Gift is Beyonce's album, where it's her uh, and a lot of Afro um, African, Afro B artists. You know, it's a really good album. It's one of her best albums she's put together. Hmm. And I'd uh, be quite frank. I would suggest to people listen to the album. Don't go see the movie. <laughs> um, wow! <laughs> oh, like it's. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. And you yeah. actually honestly almost wish that I don't know what happened. I, I assume they. You know, when you hire Beyonce to to be in the Lion King, because you know she's only going to have like six lines as adult Nala. Why not let her produce the music? She only produced um Spirit, and she produced this album Pharrell, to produce the other songs in the movie and to be quite frank, he did not do a good job
3: like the but, official soundtrack
0: yeah, like yeah like the circle of life and all the songs that are actually it's all except except for spirit, which nobody oh. sings. it's just it play, it's played over the um yeah the part of the movie
1: so wait wait, wait. I'm confused. there is an official. Lion King soundtrack. There's
0: that's two. That's two. So oh. the mm-hmm. actual official soundtrack is Pharrell's. The Lion King, The Gift, is Beyonce's sort of kind of what well, I don't know what you call it. Um, she not, said it's
3: a love letter. Yeah. It's
0: uh-huh. not, I don't want to call it ancillary because it's not, but sort of kind of like a second soundtrack of songs okay. inspired by like African artists and African music. Okay. And that's all her production. Yeah, all that's her. all her production. Whereas mm-hmm. Pharrell's is like
3: original music from the
0: movie. Right.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah, It has featured appearances from um, T. Was Savage, Mr. Easy, Burner Boy, WizKid, Childish Gambino, Jay-Z, Pharrell, Kendrick Lamar, Zero uh, Seventy Shake, uh, and Blue Ivy is on the album as well.
3: <laughs> I saw to, I haven't, like, I downloaded it, I haven't listened to it yet, but I did watch um, on YouTube, she has videos for Spirit and and Bigger, and I did watch those. And they okay. were like, I was like, oh, this is when you shut down the Grand Canyon. Because <laughs> I remember hearing that she, like, you know, got the Grand Canyon shut down so that she could film something. But, yeah, I mean, the videos were gorgeous. Now I really like that song, Bigger. Mm but i still need to listen to like the
1: whole album i just haven't listened to it yet yeah. i've been hearing more. hearing good things about brown skin brown girl brown yeah. girl, brown, brown, brown skin girl. girl brown skin girl okay yeah it's beyonce's world people we're just glad to be here
5: i want more uh celebrities to shut down um wonders of the world right just shut it down shut shut down the Taj Mahal somebody yeah and
3: somebody um god I can't remember who said it but I think I saw it on Instagram or something but they were saying like the in one I can't remember which video it was there's a scene where there's like a waterfall and apparently that is like very sacred ground and they don't just let anybody be like hey I want to go you know over here and do something so, apparently, she had to really be like, please, please. You mean at the Grand Canyon waterfall? Yeah, there's like some, there's a a part of it that's like, there's like, a, it's like a really sacred, it's like sacred land. Mm. You can't just be like, hey, I got to you know, I want to do something over here. No. Okay. No, you may not. So, I was like, they let Beyonce do it. But, I mean, who would say no? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Right. And the other thing. So, the last, the last thing I have is actually not a movie or TV show or album is a book, is a graphic novel. So when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Disney animator and I always felt kind of bad that didn't happen for me because Disney animation, the way I wanted to do, didn't exist and I hadn't trained in computer animation at the time and it was a whole thing. Uh, So I was like,
4: you know, in a different timeline, I would have been a Disney animator. I would have had an awesome life and everything.
0: Um, Perhaps that's not quite true. Um, so a national former Disney animator Named Mark Um, He is also a comic book artist He's put out a bunch of graphic novels That are sort of kind of inspired By his life uh, the, One of them is called Freeway, it is a 400 page graphic novel I read it all in about two hours It's about basically His life, like he left Canada To come to LA To try to become a Disney animator He did and it turns out that it's just like every other job with terrible people and office politics, and you know, like the person you share a cubicle with who brings in all their Disney paraphernalia thinks they're gonna be like a living their dream. Turns out they aren't good enough, and they end up getting fired and they end up becoming crazy behind it. Um, it's a really, really good um graphic novel. I did cry, um, but it's sort of kind of it. I don't want to say it cured me, but maybe it did cure me of sort of kind of like that. I guess fear of having missed out on something I thought would be cool.
1: Hmm. Learning
0: to better just accept like life as it is.
1: I, Brandon, question. Uh-huh. In the animation world, like people who know animation like you, know who the who the, where the Mecca is, right? Is is Disney still considered or is Disney considered the pinnacle mecca animation
0: this is where you want to go this is where you want to be buried i think now it's pixar Pixar. but actually working at pixar um is you know it has its own like Uh like cons you don't get paid as much because they're they are non-union and they are in the san francisco um their bay area so you don't get paid as much and it's a more expensive place to live Uh um and also, like, you know, people come there and they don't tend to leave. And, so, and there also, there was this whole, we talked about it a couple of, like, a year ago. There was a whole price-fixing scandal between them and DreamWorks and Blue Sky, where the executives were secretly going behind people's backs and making sure that they didn't hire away animators by paying them more, therefore keeping, like, the salaries at, like, a stagnant level throughout the industry.
1: Hmm. What would you say the top three? Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks? Animation.
0: Um, in your opinion. That sounds about right. Okay. Would be Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks, I would say in that order.
1: Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks. Yes. Interesting.
0: Okay. Because I okay. mean, look, if you're an animator, you want to go to the place where they're making the great art, and that's Pixar. You can't go there. Disney's doing fine. You can't go there. Uh, I mean... Honestly, DreamWorks and Blue Sky are sort of kind of on the same level. Though, of course, now that Disney owns Fox and Fox owns Blue Sky, the people at Blue Sky don't know if they have jobs coming up, so. Okay. Um, Or what's going to happen they're going to try to sell it? What happened? I have a a follow-up
5: question to Stephanie's question. Mm -hmm. So, um, if would it be, because of what you just said there about the working conditions, right? right? Would it be a smart move to, like, able to get a job at Pixar, would it be smart to- I mean, you can try. With- you can
0: always try.
5: Wait a minute. Would be a smart move to, if you, to accept a job if you get a job from Pixar, work there for a little while, and then move on to somewhere else? Would that be better? That's what people instead do. Of- yeah, so instead of- So you'd, you'd use Pixar, and they will, they will get their, their money's worth out of you, right? For a little while, so that you can put it on your resume. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, the smart thing to do would be to leave Pixar and go somewhere else and then present the, the prospective um, company with the fact that you have worked at a really big, a top five company. So, so
0: this is like every industry, Ali. This is how every industry works.
5: This is what you're supposed to do. For the right, but you're not going to, but, but essentially in terms of like how people think popularity-wise, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to make Pixar your, that's it. No. That's all. You, wouldn't you don't want to make that.
0: any job your desk unless they're really, really nice to you and they pay you really well, got right? And
5: you're saying, and you're saying that Pixar's not that place. Pixar's not that place that's going to treat you really nice.
0: I think it's. A, it was, I'm not at last that it was gone. Maybe it's different, but it was like a thing of where you know if they liked you, they kept you. If they don't. They don't. And like they, the whiter and male you are, it tend to be the more they might possibly like you. Just ask Brenda Chapman about how Pixar likes pe- people who aren't male and white. Um... But yeah, so those are my three. Um, Latria, what have you been watching or like, listening to and whatnot?
3: Um, well, I haven't been to the movies, but I have been watching my normal shows on, on TV. So I'll start with a couple. I won't take too long. Um, finished Big Little Lies. The season finale was last week. Did not like it. <laughs> which I listened to a couple podcasts and that is the main consensus that it's just, I don't know. It felt rushed because the whole season felt slow. And then when I got up, I was like, wait, is the finale next week? Because they still are just, you know, on this one little thing. And sure enough, it was the finale. And I was just like, oh, y'all just really tried to wrap stuff up in an hour without really getting the attention that it deserves. So. Um, I kind of don't want it to come back for a season three because this season was not that good. Um, what else? Euphoria. Still, you know, snatching edges.
2: Oh, Lord. Oh,
3: well. I, like, I, I, I don't know. <sighs> I just, I pray for the kids who are growing up in teenagers and the teenagers pray who are already teenagers because, my God. <laughs> also pray for adults because some folks just don't need to have kids just just don't
5: don't lock them to, away lock them away Latria.
3: oh, oh my god
5: lock them away
3: <laughs> um and then also of course because i just like to torture myself i still watch years and years which that's a whole different animal but speaking of years and years so i watched um oh what was it oh so last week or week before last i watched the brexit movie on hbo because it had Benedict Cumberbatch in it. And I was like, I love him. And I wanted to see the movie because I wanted to understand a little bit more about what Brexit was and how it came to be. So I watched that, which honestly, it tied into years and years because it was, it's kind of along the same vein. Basically, like Trump became president and fucked the whole, when I say the whole world, the entire world. And I'm not talking about like just America. I mean, I'm talking about a whole bunch of countries. So, like, watching years and years, they it's basically like, you know, he's president, and then you know, Britain is like, oh well, then we can do whatever the hell we want to do now too. And so that's what years and years is like appointing
0: that fate Donald Trump to be prime minister.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so this is funny. Okay, I- oh my god, I'm getting to it. So like, years and years in Brexit tie in. And then I also last week watched um, the Great Hack, which is a new documentary on Netflix, which is about Brexit. Well, more so, it's about Cambridge Analytica, which is a company that stole all of our Facebook information and was like bombarding folks with those ads. Yeah, and that's how they, they and we- got it. Was like uh, got a couple of like hundred million people, or maybe it was in the tens of millions. So literally watching years and years. Then watching Brexit, which was about, you know, Brexit, you know, about that. Well, They mentioned Cambridge Analytica in the movie. And then watching The Great Hack, I was just like, I just, I don't even know how you can have hope for tomorrow. I don't know why I watched all this stuff.
0: I mean, the only thing.
3: It's it's honestly very interesting because I was like, I don't, you know, I don't care to watch. Like the news gets on my nerves.
4: Journalism is so bad these days.
3: Yeah. These movies and documentaries, it is. I don't know, like that to me helps me digest all this information a little bit more, a little bit better. But yeah, it's, when they went through, like seriously, if you just, if you're interested, I would definitely at least watch the Brexit movie on HBO, if you have HBO. And then watch The Great Hack. And you will, it is amazing what they did. So what was funny, in the Brexit movie, the guy who's the prime minister, who just became prime minister, what was it like, last week?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Boris Johnson is his name. Is that he, correct?
3: Yes. At that time, he was the mayor of London. So he was the mayor of London during Brexit, and he was like, you know, a big champion for it and all here for it. And so when I saw that on the news like last week, I was like, oh my God, everything is like really happening the way they want it to. Like, I. I mean, I ain't trying to, like, freak nobody out because I'm already, like, over here, like, I just want to take all my money at the banks and put it under the mattress. But one of my friends told me that was a fire hazard, and so I didn't need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just, like, I don't, like, What I need to, know, you know, grab my cash when it's time to run. But it's, like, when I say this stuff was so orchestrated, and I just, I don't know how we fight it, to be honest. Because, like, they have literally been playing their hand and winning it every turn. Because in The Great Hack, what they also mentioned is that Cambridge Analytica did not just deal with, you know, 45 being president and, uh, and Brexit. They got a new, uh, I think, prime minister in, what was it, Trinidad and Tobago. Which, when you think of Trinidad and Tobago, which who do you think of? like dark skinned people, right? They they had a I think it got a lot of light
0: skinned people down there too though.
3: Well it was it was what what they said it was like it was between like the Indians and then like the blacks. Yep. So they put (laughs) what they did it was some campaign called like it was kinda like an anti voting type campaign. But they geared it that like the, the Indian population was touting it. And what it was so meticulous and backhanded. Like I got Like, I just want to throw up. So what they did, they were like, the Indian people telling this campaign aren't going to go along with it because their parents are going to be like, no, we vote. It was called don't vote or something like that. And they were like, the Indian population is at the end of the day, they are going to vote and they're going to make their kids vote. But they were like, so we're not really targeting them. We're targeting the black people who aren't going to vote. So they got on the campaign and was like wearing the T-shirts and stuff. And so they knew that the black population, you know, they were like the poor people of the country or whatever, and that they weren't going to vote in which what happened, it worked in their favor. Um, I think another, I want to say it was Venice, not Venice. I don't know. It was a couple of other countries too. And I was just like, they are, wow, wow. wow. it Like it just, it opened my eyes to just how, How horrible and evil people can be? Now, granted, Cambridge Analytica, like, the company is no longer around. Nope.
0: I saw the day that Um, they shut it down people walking out. Yeah, they shut it down.
3: But my thing is, like, but my thing is the damage has been done, and we don't know how many Cambridge Analytica's are out there, to be honest. So (laughs) that's, like, what I've been digesting. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so it's I mean if you're interested at all in that, it's just it's real eye-opening and it's just it just goes to show like the links that people will go through and it's it's like you you think that like people have your best interest at heart and it's really it's all about greed. Like it's just not even about really being in a position to actually help people and help affect change. It's like no, no, no. It's like whoever the person in power. It's like what they want to do. It's not like trying to be a steward of the people that they would be representing. So that's that. But also today, I actually watched the first three episodes of The Boys on Amazon
0: Prime. Oh Lord!
3: It's I would have watched more, but it was like six forty-five, and I was like, oh. And like the third episode had ended, and I was like, I don't have time. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so. It's it's very bingeable. It's it's so good. I just I was interested in it cuz I was like I like the idea of seeing heroes who are evil. Do <laughs> so, you? Well, I mean, I just I like that cuz I was like a lot of stuff seems like oh, they're the you know, they're the good guys helping save the world, but these people are just like they're just in it for themselves and it's really
0: more about like are reckless. They reckless. Oh I, my god. I, I mean, I mean I guess it works when it's alternate heroes cuz when it's when it's the, I like, when it's the yeah, actual I heroes it's like, something different. It, we we hate we hated it. But it was also bad, but you know when it was Batman, and Superman, they were mean and it was dark and they were fighting each because other. You, because Batman and Superman had, had already established
5: um, personalities and characters from when they were created. Right, okay, so, I then, didn't like um,
3: that because it was bad ass. Like they had nothing to do with that. I like <laughs> I like if they have a little edge to them. I just wasn't sold because of being.
5: I wasn't so because he was bad, right, but, <laughs>
3: right. but I, I'm liking the boys. It's very, I didn't realize that our favorite from Shaft was in it until like I started watch. I was like, "Oh, Jesse is in this."
5: Oh, is oh is he now?
3: Jesse, he basically plays the Flash,
5: yeah, and, and he's also the one who created the problem that starts off the show. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Who's playing his
0: boyfriend on the program?
2: Stop you know, it! Stop. <laughs> you. Stop. you
3: stop. Stop! But uh, Christian Keys is his brother. They got. When I say everybody, uh, oh,
0: his brother, show, Christian Keys is playing his brother.
3: Stop it! Yes. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. No. I'll go. Anyway. go. you.
3: So I'm
0: definitely. I'm definitely gonna keep watching this show. It is very interesting. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are. Now you told me Jessica Dushar is in it. I might watch it because I was like, I, I didn't want to watch it. I yeah. heard about it. and I was sort of like, this isn't my wheelhouse. But I see black people in this mess. I see it. I, to, I to, And or, he's
3: like he's not the main character, but uh like Ali said, the the first thing that happens in the first episode is because of him. So a lot of the story is kind of around him, but I mean it's it's about the other like heroes too. Heroes as well. But he yeah, but does he's have like a, a big part of like the issues, right. I guess.
0: Right. And shout out to Christian Keys getting that part in a big production. I know, not being in these Negro pictures up in, all the time.
3: He like, come on, Christian. Come on
0: to Amazon. <laughs> Not yeah. being all of these David E. Tauber. And no offense to them. I mean, cause, I everybody is there's nothing so, right. for everybody, but literally, right. anytime there yep. was a movie under um, under two million dollars produced with black people in it, Christian Keys was always in it. <laughs>
3: Absolutely.
0: And last Alonzo is in it as well. What is this? Is this the light skinned nigga Olympics? <laughs> 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 is Michael Ely in the motherfucker too? I
3: don't know. I only see three episodes. I only, I only see three episodes. Who knows what's coming next? <laughs> but it's really good. I like it. I'm definitely going to finish it. Though. But that is... I'm trying to think if
2: there's anything else. Um, oh, I was about
3: to I, I, I attempted to start watching you on Netflix. I got literally halfway into the first episode and was like, this bitch is so dumb. I turned it off. And now I want Netflix to erase that I even attempted to look at. Like, <laughs> I, I hate this in my, like, continue watching queue because I'm like, no, I, I will not. It's stupid. Like, she was, I literally was like squirming on the sofa. And I was like, I cannot take this because girl, like, how are you? First of all, how are you living in New York? And you got these big ass windows with no blinds or curtains. You just you coming out the shower with your towel on? What? you That's having sex
0: mean? with your boyfriend? It's a great <laughs> well, Pelanty production. This
3: this. She she like masturbated like all in front of these windows.
0: Oh, so it's from Lifetime. It's a great Pelanty production. On well, Lifetime. it
3: started it started on Lifetime, but then they picked it up. They yeah, Netflix picked it up because Life, Lifetime canceled it after okay. the first season. So now My it's tree. a now it's a Netflix show.
5: But tree, is there a reason why she don't got no curtains on her? Because she
3: is uh. Melanin deficient.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say the same thing.
3: That is why. But yeah, so I literally I got halfway through that first episode and I was like, "Girl, I just I'm not even trying. I'm not even here for you to live. I don't even know what happens at the end of the season. But like, whatever happens is is basically your fault because my God, she is naive and just unaware of her surroundings.
0: All right, um, so Ali, that's it for me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, John Stamos has the guest part. Okay, cool. Um, Ali. And you? Yeah, he does.
5: I had um, yeah, he does. <laughs> I saw part of the boys the first episode. I had to to stop. I had to watch too.
0: Right. So I will finish it off. But um, this show, uh, like Latria said, I am very interested. Somebody, back away from your microphone. You're sounding like um like the principal giving a um a speech at an assembly. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> that is. whoever's blowing that breath right now. Don't do that. Blow the breath past the microphone. Brandon, you sure that's not you? Hold on. No, it's not me. Because <laughs> mine is not pointed at my mouth. It's like, it's pointed at the side of my mouth, like, and like, it comes across. So I turn my head a little bit and have uh-huh. it go in, but I it doesn't, I'm not... I'm not doing this. Like, like it's not, it's not, I'm not there. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so, um, I'm very interested in the boys. Uh, like okay, what you see, said. Well, well, you set yourself Barry. up for that
5: one. Very. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: I'm evil today. I almost opened the show singing.
3: That-
0: it is Sunday. It whatever. is Sunday. Yeah, it is It's is Jesus' day. Let me let me behave myself. No respect for Jesus. Okay. I'm um, going this chicken. Hold on. Go ahead, Ali. Yeah. Yeah, you do that.
5: Okay. So... Yeah, because it is so very um, interesting to examine a world where what really would happen if people found themselves with abilities that were quote-unquote superhuman. Would you really be out here saving people? And even if you were out here saving people, would you not want some gratification and would you not be taking advantage of those abilities? Because I feel a lot of people would. (laughs) I feel like you'd find a lot of people who would just who would just be acting a fool, or people who would try to justify collateral damage by saying, "Well, it was in the process of saving lives," and I don't appreciate that. And so, going to be punished. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, that's that's why I'm I'm very interested in this show. Um, There's a movies really I haven't. I haven't really watched anything. I haven't been to the theater. Um, Yeah, my stuff is- Have you caught up on
3: uh,
5: Euphoria? I have caught up on Euphoria and, and I mean, I'm right here with you. (laughs) I'm scared of these kids. I didn't know. For the people out here who are listening, who are watching Euphoria, are you, do you know kids who were involved in in this stuff? Were you one of these kids? Right. (laughs) Is there, a way to, is there a way to help these people? <laughs> like, right. this is such a cautionary tale, but I honestly don't know how, because they're, they're, not a, pro, they're a product of their environment. So what do you do to, to, um, to help these kids? Because they're going through stuff um, that, honestly, I mean, you can't lock your daughter in a castle like Rapunzel. She,
0: she has to interact. with to- gleam and bloom.
5: You you can't. It's just and and it's just like how how much can you teach your your sons right before they go to school and they just get corrupted by all their other male friends anyway, right? Right. Right. Because because we're all about showing off. When when we were that age, like we didn't care about all that other morality bullshit. We all we just wanted to do was was just was just show out and 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 get looked at and whatnot. Or yeah. You know, or be or be accepted into groups and teams and whatnot. You care about, right. um,
3: yeah. And a lot of these parents on Euphoria, not all of them, but most of them are definitely at fault because they're shitty parents.
5: It's that and like also that, so like
3: that one girl with the two daughters. Like she's mm. obviously drunk. All the oh, time. she's
5: she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. She's trash. She, and I then the like,
3: one daddy who just needs to be castrated and burned at the stake. Just,
5: just put suffer. him underneath
0: the prison, please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: no, that's too nice. That's too nice. Right. Boy. right. Yes. So what else have you been watching, Ali?
5: So, besides Euphoria, I really
1: haven't checked out anything else. So, I think I'm going to end mine right here.
0: Okay. All right. Coffee light, sweet.
1: Hey, so um, I've been doing a bit of self care um, because I'm literally afraid sometimes <laughs> to go on social media. <laughs> it's like I have to prepare myself for timelines and such. Um, it's treacherous out here, and you have to really, you know, being a certain mind frame or it'll pull you, it'll pull you into this, this downward spiral. And I'm talking, you know, for me. So I have finally bitten the bullet. And um, <laughs> I, 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 if you had said a year ago that I'd be watching this, I'd be like, there's no way, but it is an escape. I am watching reality TV. I've never <laughs> subscribed to it. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not watching that. That's crazy. It is the perfect escape, and I'm only watching like like one or two shows. But um, one of them is a uh, um, 90 Day Fiance, which is crazy, and the other one is uh, Married at First Sight.
3: Oh, and I used to love Married at First Sight. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's so ridiculously nuts that um, it just provides for me just enough of like, this is some crazy foolishness right here. And I just go into that reality bubble and I just play around a little while. Then I come back out, I lock the door behind me so nothing else gets out. (laughs) And then I just go back to the real world. So, um, And then as far as Movie, and and that's as far as I'm going to go down the reality slip and slide. That's it, no more, no housewives, none of that. Just 90 Day and and, uh, Married at First Sight. That's it. Um, and then as far as movies, um, I want to go see this independent film. You may have heard about it called Farewell. You guys have you heard about it? Yes, starring Aquafina. That's the one, yeah. I just something about that whole you know plot that speaks to me. You know, and I want to learn more about the Asian culture and why is it that, why is it that, you know, when someone, when an elder is dying, that you don't tell them, you just, everyone gathers and I'm like, elders are not stupid. If they see, if they see the whole generation coming at them, they probably got it figured out. Something is happening. So I definitely want to see that. Have you heard good things about it, guys?
0: I've heard nothing but great things about it. I actually wanted to see it today. I just mm-hmm. my date got away from me. They're playing yeah. it at like the indie theaters around here.
5: I wanna yeah, check I, that I, out. I might have, I might have to check that out because I'm I'm
0: getting into more of this stuff with more um, Let's go together, man. Let's go during the week. Yeah. Let's go on, let's go on Tuesday. Five dollar mm-hmm. Tuesday. <laughs>
1: Yeah, is stretching out. She's, you know, she's doing yeah. her thing. Good for her.
5: Yeah. I, I um, there's also another one, Stephanie. I don't know if you heard it on on Netflix. Um, uh, it stars um, was it Randall Park? And
0: hmm. uh, this isn't always be my maybe, is it? Yes. We reviewed it on the show a couple of months ago. Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Check yeah, yeah. that
0: out too. This is this uh-huh. is also a very good movie. So just with it.
1: I'll, I'll definitely do that. I'm just trying to be very purposeful in my viewing now mm-hmm. because there's just so much information out and it just comes at you nonstop. So I'm like, you know what? I can't really, I can sort of filter what comes at me, but I may not be able to control everything that's out there, but I can control to the best of my knowledge, you know, what I can see and what I view. Sometimes a few things slip past, but you know.
0: Right. Okay, let's that's go. That's it. Let's go ahead on to the news, which will be a bit simpler this week. Uh, let's actually get the smaller topic out of the way. So, as we know, um, Ty Phillips has made a movie called Joker, which is not actually about the Joker. It's about a crazy guy in 1981 who goes crazy and puts on clown makeup. Uh <laughs> Some people are mad about it. Some people are excited about it. Generally speaking, the closer you are to comic books, the less inclined you are to be excited about it and less inclined you probably are to like the movie in general, probably, from what I have heard. Um, usually when you have prestige movies, like Joker wants to be from a big studio like Warner Brothers, they show it at film festivals, but they don't put it into actual competition. Like, you know, it's like a special screening or a premiere or whatever like that. Um. Bucking that trend, uh, Warner Brothers, Ty Phillips begged them to do it. Uh, they have put Joker into competition at the Venice Film Festival where last year Roma won the top award. So they think that they have a chance to win uh, the Venice Film Festival at my like best film or like a best actor for Joaquin Phoenix and so. I don't know. We'll see. Y'all know how I feel about Todd Phillips and his directing. <laughs> um, maybe he's done a really good job. We'll find out. I still think people are confused about this movie, and I don't understand why. They literally said, we said on the show from day one, they're like, this is a movie that we are making to win awards. This is not a comic book film. It's not a tempo. It will not make money. But it's literally like, is this? it's like that meme of the dude with the butterfly is this a Marvel movie? <laughs> you know, is this a, a <laughs> comic book tit-pull? It's like, it's... Because the movie comes out, it's not going to make money. It's a hard R. It's very violent, apparently, and very, like, disturbing, like, in, like, a Martin Scorsese, uh, Brian De Palma sort of a way. From what I've heard. I haven't seen it, of course. But... I don't... It's going to flop. I mean, it's not going to make a lot of money. But hopefully it wins the awards. It's going to make... It's going to win. Like, um... We'll we'll see. I know Latria says she's she doesn't want to see this at all, period.
3: Uh, I I will not. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't care for Joaquin Phoenix. So uh, like as an actor in general. So I'm just like I would have never gone to see this. Letria, what did
0: you think of him and her?
3: I didn't see that mess.
0: I I turned it off <laughs> halfway through. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it like When him and Siri started having sex, I just I I I I hit stop. He was the guy.
3: He was the guy in Signs, right? The brother. Was that him? I believe so. Yeah, I think that is when I was like, "What this dude gets on my nerves," and
6: I I unsubscribed at that point.
2: Yeah,
0: like it was. mm. Uh, But yeah, um, and the other thing, which is a little bit larger of a story, is about Netflix. So Netflix read their uh, second quarter earnings uh, um, on the 17th of this month, and apparently uh, people were not pleased by what happened because for the first time in Netflix quarterly history they actually lost subscribers uh, in the United States I'm trying to get the exact number Somewhere like 110,000 subscribers like they lost cuz you know they raised prices and some people just didn't like that and they um left overall across the world they added subscribers but they only added I'm seeing here 2.3 million, 2.7 million subscribers when they thought a forecast was for five. And so as a result, Netflix's stock basically tanked. Like um, it was kind of like a bloodbath sort of a thing. They lost like 26 million dollars, 26 billion dollars in like a couple of minutes, because everybody just started selling the stock. It rebounded a couple of days later. Because like before all this happened, let me pull up the little thing here. Before all this happened, the stock was at three hundred sixty-two, three hundred and sixty-two dollars a share. Uh, it dipped all the way down to three hundred seven, at its lowest. Uh, now it is currently at three thirty-five, which is not a full rebound, but it you know it's it got back to halfway to where it was. Like it it made it for half the loss that it hit that it took. But it still is you know it still got it. 30 more dollars to go before it could um, get back to where it was. Uh, yeah, 120, 126,000 subscribers they lost. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like people kind of panicked a little bit. Because, yeah, I
3: think they prematurely panicked.
0: Yeah, because like they can only ask so many people. <laughs> I mean, everybody has Netflix right. more or less by now, except for them 126,000 people who left. But... Uh, <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They have to focus on global growth at this point because they've already, I think, hit like the peak in the United States of what they're gonna get. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's all these articles about will people stay on if they lose friends in the office. I yes, yeah, I was gonna say I imagine people who scrapped Netflix now are at least enjoying at least one or two of the original programming choices, besides you know the yeah. old sitcoms that they um used to watch on there. Or used to watch yeah. on. I mean, I do
3: TV. love The Office. I'd be upset, but I'm not going to leave Netflix because of that. Right. Now, just please don't take Parks and Rec, which I feel like they probably will do because yes. that's also that's also an NBC show. So I feel like its days are
0: numbered. Its days number? now. That makes numbered.
3: me upset because I love Parks and Rec.
0: Well, the thing is, NBC streaming service will be free with ads. Oh, so I
3: wonder if they're because uh, I know Parks and Rec is also on. Amazon. So that means they're taking it off of everywhere, like off all the streaming platforms. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I've heard at least. Okay, because okay. they want you to sign up for their stuff. Right. Same with Friends. For instance, going to um, HBO Max. Okay. Nobody care. Let
3: me know when somebody get living single. Well, Ooh. Hulu has, but
0: yeah, let me just. Yeah, yeah, they just added it, so it'll be there yeah. for a while.
3: Okay. Well, good. Yeah. And where's Martin? Like nobody has Martin.
0: I, I'm surprised they don't have Martin on Hulu. If they don't have it on Hulu, Warner Brothers that. owns the rights, so they might put it on HBO Max somewhere. But um, I'm surprised they didn't come in the same package with I'm Living Single. I have not seen anything about it. But, but yeah. yeah. And so, like, sort of kind of concurrently, I don't necessarily know if it had anything to do with this loss of um, stock. Um valuation, but Netflix has been on a canceling spree the last couple of days.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they canceled, she's gotta have it after season two, which apparently was very divisive. We didn't review it, but apparently everybody was very mad about it.
3: I'm upset. Although a lot of people were like, no, Latria, be honest, was this season wasn't that good. I'm like, but still, it's the pr-
0: it's the principle.
3: <laughs> it's the principle of- <laughs> I still love this show and I'm upset.
0: Right. Uh, The rumor, it's only a rumor that Spike Lee might try to shop it elsewhere, but, you know, Eh. we'll see. Um, They also, so, ABC canceled Designated Survivor and and Netflix picked it back up for a new season. And now Netflix has canceled it again itself. Wait, so has has
3: Netflix even put out their season Yes, they have,
0: like a couple of weeks ago. But
3: but they've already canceled it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Were the numbers
0: that bad? I guess they were.
3: Yeah, when are they going to show us the numbers, Netflix? That's what I want.
0: Yeah, they don't even show, like, the actual producers of the numbers. They claim they're going to start in in the coming year, but they, you know, they only show, like, a numbers, like, here and there when they want to promote some shit. They don't actually give you, like, full data on a regular basis, which you would think you would get if you made a show and put it on Netflix. And
3: when when am I going to get these Shonda Rhimes and Ryan Murphy shows? That's what I'm really waiting on. I
0: don't know, because they're taking All off. this other
3: stuff they got coming out, that's cute, but that ain't what you, you know,
0: had <laughs> me with. <laughs> like, it's not what I'm here for.
3: You know, like, I can't imagine Ryan Murphy with, like, a horror show that he doesn't have to tame. Because I mean, American Horror Story is already out there, so I can't imagine what he's going to do when he has no rules.
0: Right. No rules about runtime or content. Do whatever Listen, you want. Okay. Or rating. Right. And the cancellation that has most the most people mad is um, Tuka and Bertie, which is which I haven't
3: even started watching. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's um, an animated um, sitcom that stars mm-hmm. the voices of Tiffany Hash and Ali Wong as two girlfriends who are like humanoid birds.
3: Right. Now, I wonder, because that was a Netflix original. So even though it's canceled, I wonder how long it's going to stay on the platform.
0: I'm mm. guessing until their contract runs out with with the production oh, okay. company unless they want to buy it back or whatever.
2: Right. Okay.
0: But yeah, so at
3: least watch it before they yank it off completely.
0: I mean, I'm sure it'll be there for a good long while. But like, it's int- so they have a house plant for a neighbor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading like the list of characters.
2: Don't judge, don't judge, <laughs> <laughs> <neighbor is> like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yeah, people are really upset about this. Like, this is when they're trying to protest to bring back, but I don't know if that'll work or not. Mm. A ghost cake? A file cabinet that talks?
6: Oh, Lord. Mm.
5: This is is some psychedelic stuff. (laughs) Right. Tell, Tell me what they're having. (laughs)
3: This is some, like, adult swim type stuff.
5: It is. It's very, (laughs) very
0: squid billies. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: Adam Conover as Big Harry Stallion 69, a.k.a. Joel, a horse Tuca meets online in a virtual sex chat.
3: Not Big Harry. Sex chat? Wait a minute. So this is for adults?
0: Yeah, it's for adults. Oh, I was like, you got
3: somebody a Big Harry
2: Stallion? That
0: alerted me right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, from there on, um, let's go ahead on to our Howdy duty Time topics. All right, so first up, the trailer for Harriet, the Harriet Tubman biopic from Cassie Lemon. Shout out to her. Um, uh, debuted online a couple of days ago, starring uh, Cynthia Erivo as Harriet Tubman and Janelle Monet. Who is she playing? Let me go look it up. Um, but it reignited this uh, long-standing controversy about Cynthia Erivo being cast as Harriet Tubman. The reason being because Harry Tubman, of course, is an um, African-American heroine and, like, you know, like an actual real-life hero of ours. And Cynthia Orivo is a Black British woman um, who has a sort of kind of a history of getting into arguments with, with people online about, you know, the diaspora and being Black and British versus being African-American and whether or not Black people are closer to Africa or whatever like that. like. So, because people have been sharing, like, these tweets she's been making over the years, her, and because she's also friends with Lovey, who's been in trouble for the same thing. It's, the stuff's not good, but but to be honest with you, I don't find it so egregious to be like,
4: cancel the movie, we're going to boycott.
0: I mean, first of all, it's a little, it's a little Focus Features movie. Half of the people talking about boycott weren't going to see it anyways. Because they don't, they, they don't go to the indie theater.
3: And who's to say that she just wasn't the best person who maybe auditioned for that role or or if she didn't have to audition read for the role. Right. Because it's first
0: place. it's Cynthia Arifa, for fuck's
3: sake. Well, <laughs> I can see it like she could not act. I would be a little concerned. But I'm not, you know, I'm not concerned about the job that she's done, that she will do in this movie. Right. I won't go see it because I just I don't I can't do slave movies anymore. I mean, this is oh, one where
0: where she shoots everybody, uh-huh. and she uh, lives.
3: I still, I still can't. I, I understand, but um, I, I mean, I'm. I don't doubt that she will do a phenomenal job.
0: Right. So this is whole thing, like, I fell down a rabbit hole researching this um yesterday, and so this this whole movement on Twitter, for I guess people who feel like non African American Black people. Look down on African American Black people. There's this whole thing where it started this hashtag it's called uh, ADLS at American Descendants of Slavery, mm-hmm. where they're trying to separate themselves from other Black people who aren't Americans who came from you know chattel slavery and sharecropping and things like that. And they're talking about Cynthia Evo can't play Harry Tubman because she's weak. Her lineage is weak. She ne- her family never been through what Black what Black people in America's families have been through. Like they keep sharing like all the tweets around of what she said, her and Lovey said, like and everything, like and to be okay.
3: But first of all, let's let's not at like black people around the world have not been like discriminated
0: against, harassed, mistreated, people. murdered, etc. So yeah, forth.
3: like you think black people in Britain have had a just
0: a great time, yeah
3: know they still they get discriminated against as well
0: sunshine and rainbows the, the sun even shine in, in london for black people sake.
2: in canada <laughs> like wherever else wherever there
3: are black people you know you're going to get discriminated against in some kind of way so i don't the argument that like oh you don't know we've been through Granted, she might not have been through the you know distinct things that you, you know you've been through or your family but that does not mean that she has not faced discrimination.
0: Can I be honest though? Like if you think yeah. about it, the average black person in America, the average black person in Britain, kind of has the same existence in this, this day and age,
2: right? Yeah,
0: like it depends, of course, upon where you live in each um, right. country, but right, you know, we don't, we're not slaves anymore. We don't no. have Jim Crow. We have some versions of it hidden here and there. I was about to
3: say, but mm. like you know,
0: <laughs> subtlety. Yes.
3: Jim, Jim's still hanging around. Jim's still he hanging
0: around. Like, he's he's, he, out he's singing in the background.
3: Yeah, him and exactly. the other crows. Um, be in the alto, yeah. be in
0: the alto. Be be unseen about everything. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's it, it. What the thing is like on both sides? We should learn to realize that we're more alike than we are different. Right. And like the arguments on Twitter. Going back and forth. I mean, if nothing else, it's like just like time draining. Because how I saw this before I saw this Cynthia Evo attached to it was I followed Talib Kweli, which I think I followed him just to keep an eye on him, make sure he's OK, because
3: I stopped following him. That, that,
0: long that man is stressing out every day because he I... is constantly in the mentions of everybody who is being racist or mean or whatever like that.
3: That is why I stopped following I was like,
0: you know what? I can't. I can't do this. He's got a gigantic TK on his chest and a cape on. He's trying to, like, get out here and be and be a defender. And, like...
3: Which is cool because somebody has to do it. But I'm like, I don't want to have to read this right. every time I open my Twitter app. Like, I can't. I can't do it.
0: I just hope he has yoga classes and, like, a therapist and, like, a way to, like, detox from a lot of this stuff. Because, like... And cause like
3: or, some, or maybe some good weed if he does that.
5: Or like or like or like a blender so that way he can make produce like mango juice in it. Mm. Come on, mangoes.
0: <laughs> Come <juice>. on, islands. <laughs> right. he's like, what? I just go outside and pick it. <laughs> with, a, with, a,
3: with a steel drum in his backyard, plays <laughs>
2: tunes.
0: But yeah, like. And I kept, I kept seeing ADOS, ADOS. And like, like okay, mm-hmm. like, what are you... And, and like, and on the other side, people thought, well, African-American people, they're, like, they're, they're sloppy and lazy, you know? Like, you know, that whole thing about Nigerian people who come over and sort of kind of feel that way. Some of them do that stereotype. and everything. Like, it's all on all sides. It's, it's a mess. And the thing is, yes. I want people to realize that they are not going to stop the production. The, 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 the movie's done. They're not going to oh, not God. release the picture Because you think (laughs) Cynthia Rebo shouldn't be able to play Harriet Tubman. Like, you might not go see it or whatever. Uh, It's not going to be a gigantic moneymaker anyway because it's not designed for that. Um, But they're not stopping that train because there's a thing where Twitter, like, Twitter controversy and real controversy don't always line up. And I can Ooh. just imagine the people at like Universal looking at some like some tweets about Cynthia Rea. I'm sure they already saw the shit. Uh, <laughs> like, so what do we do? Um, we go to the edit bay and make sure the movie's okay. <laughs> yeah. We have a color meeting tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so
2: like,
3: like what sandwich you want for lunch? I'm going to go get me a turkey on rye. What are you like? <laughs> you <know? laughs> like we're not worried about this.
0: <laughs> and plus, Cassie Lemons is the director. And so, I mean, like, I trust right. her. She did mm-hmm. Eats Bayou. She did Talk to Me. She, she did um, Black Nativity. Like, she is a good director. I haven't seen Black Nativity. I heard it wasn't that good. That's a weird thing to adapt anyway. But, like, she's not going to fuck up Harriet Tubman, I don't feel like. At the worst, it'll be just okay.
3: Seriously. Right.
0: And plus, besides Cynthia Erivo, you have African Descendants of Slavery in the movie. Jan- Janelle Monae, Vanessa Bell Calloway is in it. Leslie Odom mm-hmm. Jr., I think he's American. Um, Bondi Curtis Hall, Cassie Lims' husband, mm-hmm. Omar Dorsey. Oh,
3: in, in real life?
0: In real life, yes.
3: Shut your mom. I
0: didn't even know that. It's black excellence married to each other? You don't even be known until yeah. like until either you go on Wikipedia or until something happened. Uh, shout out to Lila Rashawn and um and <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I'm kissing the cobra because she's my friend.
3: Hashtag Team Leela because, honey. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were already like on, on the, the rocks, outside, but that's still like
0: in public.
3: It's, yeah, it's still wrong. And the fact that people came for her talking about her weight, like, fuck out of here. They ain't got nothing to do I with saw, nothing.
0: Yeah, I saw somebody talking about yes. And it she
3: like a- had to shut down her Instagram. I was yeah. like, see what y'all did.
0: Is it okay to divorce your wife if you marry her? She's good. She okay. ends up getting, bent, getting fat. What part of the marriage vows say to death do us part, except in case of weight gain?
3: Is it, is it okay for the wife to divorce the husband? Because he's going to eventually go bald. Mm-hmm. And that beer belly is going to grow and grow mm-hmm. and grow. And his toenails going to get blacker and blacker.
5: So <laughs> if <talking>
2: y'all-
5: <laughs> we can yeah. flip it.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying.
5: Wait, but do we have some? Do we have some talcum powder? Or no?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, leave her alone. But yeah, it was just. I mean, grant. You know, their relationship could have been on the out, but the optics were just like, ooh, yeah, yeah no, that's not
0: a whole mess. Uh-huh. What was the other thing that I had said? Um, oh, we were talking about the Lion King stuff and everything. Dang,
3: now you don't said you do said my bae, Leslie Odom Jr. is in it.
0: Now that would
3: make me want to
0: see yeah. it because
3: I'm obsessed with him.
0: I guess really quickly, the Lion King on Broadway. Has anybody seen like a production of it, like like a local production?
3: No. And I okay, I have a really honest question about these Broadway musicals. Mm-hmm. Can somebody put them on DVD? Not everybody can make it to a show. I can't make it to New York or Chicago or hell, even the Fox half the time. So why don't they film these and put them on DVD for people to buy them? I would buy them. I want to see Hamilton. And I would buy a Hamilton DVD.
0: I. It's a weird thing, some New York shit, where, hi, New York's our, our largest demographic. Um <laughs> But it's not y'all, it's y'all, unless y'all own a theater. They want to keep the valuation of actually going to see the show, apparently. So they don't usually do that. Some musicals do film and put out a DVD. Like, there's a DVD of Cats. There's a DVD of Memphis.
3: There's some stuff that I've heard that are, you know, that they are on there. And I'm like, well, why don't they do this all? I do not think that it would bring down the valuation. People are still, people who are big into the arts and they're patrons of the arts. They donate their money and everything they are not going to stop
0: going to the theater
3: going to see because it's it's just like you know the nfl is shown on tv i can just watch the games at home but why am i gonna go buy a ticket to watch it live because it's a whole different experience when you step into that stadium and you watch the game live versus being at home yes watching it at home is a real convenience but it's like you know you're part of the whole atmosphere you're not just watching the game you're like
0: you experiencing the game.
3: Yeah. So it's the same thing with like live productions. Like you, people are still going to go just for the nostalgia sake of it. Yep. But I want to see Hamilton. <laughs> I want to
0: Yeah. The only time I they, they do that sort of kind of for like a big musical is when they have like the Phantom Events thing at the, at the movie theater where they show it live <sighs> in the theater. Like, because
3: listen, that year that they, I think it was the Grammys where they just, they did one of the scenes, like, one song. I think it was, like, it was it the Grammys or the Oscars? I think it was the Grammys was that first year. I was like, oh my God, I want to see this whole thing. It might have been
0: the Just... Tonys. If it was Hamilton, it no, no, no. had the whole stage.
6: No, it was,
3: I don't watch the Tonys. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, I think No, I think it was the Grammys because it was, like, the mute specifically about, I think, the song okay. in particular. But they just—it ha- was like literally two minutes
0: of Alexander Hamilton, that opening number. Yeah, yes. and it was
3: a—it was like one, and I was like so enmeshed it, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to see this, and I was like, oh,
0: can I ruin can you your day, it? Latria? What the musical gets better and fucking better from that song.
3: Oh, I had the soundtrack. Like, yeah, I I know all the words. Believe me, I like like.
0: So, because, like, John had an extra what? ticket, and he invited me up to Cleveland to see it. Cleveland apparently is mm-hmm. the second, the second um, largest theater district in the country. I didn't know that. Shut up. That show is fucking yes. phenomenal live. Like, and Lee Maywell was ah. nowhere to be. And none of the stars were in it. This was the, the road company. And yeah. they were phenomenal. It was amazing.
3: I mean, listen, I get chills and, like, tear up on certain songs just listening to the soundtrack. So I can't imagine. Like, I would be a hot mess seeing it live. But I I might try to see. I don't know. I hope it's not sold out again at the Fox, because I think it comes back next year. But I'm going to try to figure out a way to go see it. But yeah, it would be great if they just put these on DVD. Like, it would. Please. Come on.
0: It would definitely would. Um,
3: especially for, like, kids in low-income areas who might not be able to go see Broadway plays anyway. Like, they will have access to see, like, hey, this is an area that you could go into. Yeah. Come
0: on. The best we can really do is right now is bootlegs. <laughs> I've seen some I, bootlegs. I saw Hamilton on bootleg. I saw um, Dreamgirls on bootleg. Like, the original okay, with hey, Jennifer hey. Holliday and Cheryl and what Hey, Ralph and, but,
3: hey it's, okay, well, talk to me after the show. Oh, yeah, um, yeah.
0: I mean, to be yeah. honest, it's on YouTube right now still. So I'll send you the link. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, do we need to cut this part of the show? <laughs> listen, if they hear this and then go and delete the, the thing off of the YouTube, <laughs> so, it's going <laughs> to pop back up like two days later.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what.
3: YouTube need to hire whoever Beyonce got. Because listen, when she saying because <laughs> shit down, it don't come back up, it don't. Okay? <laughs> You take it down. <laughs> Parkwood Entertainment does not play.
0: <laughs> but that's part of why, like, the movie has never satisfied me. Like, really, like, I think it's a good movie, the Dreamgirls movie. But like the Broadway musical, mm-hmm. where they're singing the yeah. whole way through, which they couldn't yeah. do in the movie. I know, I know, and understand that. But the, seeing it right. done live with like all the mm-hmm. dance steps and like all like who are doing like hardcore dancing the whole time is it's it's, right. it's something way different. Oh. Um,
3: I wonder, so was The Sound of Music originally a Broadway play? Yes. And then it was made to a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can we do that with Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> we got
0: Sound of Music, West Side
3: Story, like Mary Poppins, like,
0: come on. I think can with we- Hamilton, they'll be scared too because mm-hmm. Hamilton is sung all the way through. And I think movie studios are scared of doing fully sung through musicals. They don't ever do them. They try people to rewrite won't them.
3: Watch. I'm so sick of this haul. We're scared to do If you do it, <laughs> the people who want it will see it. But no, y'all just keep remaking stuff from like only ten years ago, cause you
0: cause I'm like don't have all. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with cats. Cause cats is sung all, almost all the way through. Um, Dreamgirls no, sung all the way through. and They rewrote the whole thing. So
3: first of all, you got to give Dame Judi Dench and Sir Ian McKellen some lines. They ain't finna. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have some monologue.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not about to just sing all the way through. No, Please you believe better- it. No. They, they, this is the way I understand it. Cats is sort of kind of thing where they have like a line or two between songs and they jump into right like from song to song basically, like they don't have oh, no big. Oh, you, ain't finna,
3: you ain't finna get Dame Judy Ditch out of her bed, come down there, and have them little dots placed all on her face. <laughs> okay. so one line. No, sir, she is going to be tasting. Okay? okay,
5: These are actors.
3: <laughs> and, and just too? Oh, hell no. They no, they got they gonna have
5: some lines. I was knighted. You will <laughs> not
3: Hello? Thank you. The monarch has recognized me. <laughs> Jason my... Derula.
0: Wait, Jason, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. This is a different production. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, what? somebody
3: that. on Twitter <laughs> said Jason. Oh my god, I can't even get it out because I'm still laughing. <laughs> like, they wrote it out how he sings that, but they put Jason to Me out. <laughs>
1: Jason.
0: Levina. I died. <laughs> I died. You need to find a way to put his name I fell out. Into a song. Can, I be, can I be slightly um, um conspiracy theorist for a second?
2: Cool.
0: <laughs> I gotta put my Ashy voice on, please forgive me. Why they cast the black people to pay the that play the bad cats? Rum Tugger is a curious guy. he's a he's a sexual object. And then Idris is playing the bad guy. So they can cast two black guys to play the bad guys. Huh? Huh?
3: I, I mean, I don't even know what the hell this is about. So I didn't know who was who. Was, who was Brandon, who was.
5: if I'm being completely honest too, mm-hmm. <laughs> woman okay. to you, so the moment people heard Idris, they didn't care.
3: <laughs> Hello, he's playing the bad guy in Hobbs and Shout. And if I told you, I'm going to be in there cheering for him because yeah,
0: he's a black man.
3: Oh, oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Oh, I just got chill. I can't wait. Let me go. Actually,
5: let me go get my ticket before it sell out. <laughs> why, why is Latria against her ticket on a couple of ice cubes? So, speaking of Hobson Shaw, <laughs> the. Let me turn my fan up. It <laughs> hard, let me turn the fan up. <laughs> <off. laughs>
0: <laughs> let me get my MLK church fan out. <laughs> Ooh,
3: mm. Oh, I do have a little fan over <laughs> <up in> here.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of Hobson Shaw, the. um. The lead of Hobson Shaw is on the, um, you know, the promo circuit. Oh,
3: it's just, yes, he is. I've seen him around. Not,
0: not that one. The other black guy. Oh, it, it, his
3: stunt
0: double? Yeah. No, no the other black guy. Oh.
3: <laughs> the light-skinned
0: one with the goofy smile.
3: Stop. Um,
0: and someone asked him about that long in late development DC movie he's supposed to be in.
3: Oh, Black Adam? Mm-hmm. And
0: they say, they say, well, Black Adam will start out as a villain. And I said, oh, will he now? <laughs> That's an interesting take. Let's see if it works. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> the, the joke, of course, being I don't think he can play that part as a villain because, you know, he's Joaquin Johnson. He's too nice. We'll see. See, I
2: feel
3: like... Maybe all
0: his evil just, that he does him, behind the scenes will come out.
3: Let him try. I mean, he's he's big. Mm-hmm his size should help him
0: with that. Well, well his, I, think,
3: I, I I feel like he should he would be he would be a good villain. but the thing
0: is black Adam's size is not really the thing that makes him evil it's that it's his very skewed moral compass and his and his tendency to kill anything and everything his path. Um
3: well you know what he should take his political stance as a Republican and use that as fuel for his character. <laughs> that, that will surely help him <laughs>
0: Oh
5: wow.
3: More
0: evil. I'm just saying. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I, I agree. I
3: agree. Speaking right. of the rock, I forgot that I watched Skyscraper the other day.
0: Oh Lord Jesus. I I, I mm. it, was, no, no.
3: it was I was like, how is this girl <laughs> doing all this with one leg? He cannot you, he is not scaling this building with one effing leg. You are not gonna sit up here and make me believe it. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That that well if Idris is black. Like, Superman. This this one over here is mixed. Uh, Superman.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, kind uh, black because I, he's only black when it's convenient. Yep. Oh. He's only black when he's, it's time to produce programming for BET. So what did he
2: produce for BET? Some
0: documentary series. Oh. Um. That just It's coming out this season. It's not out yet. Um. But yeah, we'll see with that. Um, what else, y'all? Throw some topics out.
3: Uh, oh, I don't know. You
0: know, put us on the spot. Ali, you got anything? Um, I like,
3: Sweet, you got anything?
0: <laughs> but she had to go. She had her heart out.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Um, Not that I...
3: What are y'all looking... Like, are y'all gonna go see Hobbs and Shaw? What
0: else comes out this week? Dora the Explorer comes out on Wednesday.
3: Oh, snap! Let me see if
0: Rotten Tomatoes got a hold of it yet, because I, I I told you I would go see if it gets good reviews.
3: I forgot Dora. about
2: Dora.
3: I watch a lot of Nickelodeon and they play the hell out of that trailer on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that just gets me hype of,
0: alone to see the movie. Can you say Deliciosa? Stop. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, no reviews yet. Um, it's not a good sign. The movie comes what? out in three days. With-
5: Okay, so I have a question about that. This is a good example because, um, to be back off of Lion King. So a movie like that, right? I know that it is catered to a certain audience, right? What movie, Dora? Is it Dora the Explorer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it is it worth having adults like?
0: Wait, did they did they move uh, the release date again for Dora? What the at the uh, Hold on. Cause it was supposed to come out the thirty first. Did they move it back again? Yeah, they moved. It, it supposed- they moved it again. Son of a onion. So when does it come out? The 9th. of August. Yeah, because originally they had moved it up after um um that um Artemis Finch movie was um Disney put to next year, but now they're moving it to the. I just, I don't know why they're doing that for, but they scared the lion of the Lion King. I'm guessing it's what mean, happened that it scared of the Lion King.
3: I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> Dang, wait a minute. They ain't got... anybody got Hobbs and Shaw in 3D? I'm upset.
0: Is it? Let me see.
3: Well, not the two by me. They got IMAX and then just regular, but they don't have it They might not have a,
0: a 3D print of it. Let me go look.
3: I would think that that is a movie... That is ripe for 3D. Are
0: the other Fast and Furious? They might be. I'm asking questions that people already know the answers to. I'm sure. Are the, other, are the other Fast and Furiouses in 3D?
3: I don't know. I've never seen it in 3D. But I mean, I would. I just would assume. I would assume that every movie that comes out that's an action movie
0: would be would in be, 3D.
3: Like it just. It seems like it's standard. I don't know. But oh well. Let me get my ticket for first. Yeah, there's what?
0: 3D prints of it. Yep, 2D, 3D, real 3D, 3D. Um, Dolby Cinema IMAX and IMAX 3D. Oh, well, it
3: ain't nowhere near me. It's probably somewhere. That it's I not think. at
0: the. What's that one that near Ali's house? The AMC. Um, well, I'm telling yes, people where he, he lives. Did. My God, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, well it, it, that, actually, it's quite far from his house. It actually, technically, it's like it's like a good 15. Dreamers. The one that's closer to me. Yeah. That
3: it just says IMAX 2D and then like just standard. Oh. Womp, womp. well let
0: me double check because you know Wikipedia might be wrong. Let me go to the actual website of the movie and see what they have.
3: I bet Atlantic Station has it. I just don't feel like having to
0: drive there. But sometimes they'll they'll just just assume it's gonna be an IMAX 3D. Or Dang, a 3D they
4: don't either.
3: What is happening?
4: Does they have a do they have Adobe Cinema at that at that AMC? Yeah, they do, because you saw Yeah, John I'm saying 3. They don't
3: have, yeah but they don't have the movie in Dolby, is right. what I'm saying. Let's
0: see. Let me
3: check.
0: I'm on the computer, but I'm gonna check my app. There are no 3D prints of Hobbs and Shaw. It is IMAX, Ugh. Dolby Cinema, and 2D. I am on the website.
3: That is stupid. At least they have an adult because Dolby is amazing. So but...
0: this Wikipedia article is wrong. And
2: well, it's Wikipedia.
0: So. Well, I don't feel like editing it today. I'm not, I'm not even logged in. so I'm leaving it alone. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, I, I, so I went to the I went to the official Universal Pictures website just to check because you know.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Has anybody has any of y'all gone? Well, Brandon, I know you won't. Ali, have you seen Midsummer? Are you gonna go see it?
5: I've not seen Midsummer, but I've heard so many good things about it.
0: So good? Good things? Because the thing is so I've
3: heard disturbing things. Yeah. Like people you want to gouge their eyes out.
0: Co- Corey from our group. Um, shout out to him. He went to go see it. And he said that he was disturbed to a fault after seeing. He told me, <laughs> he told me, you will not see this movie. Like me, no. Brandon, you will not see this movie. He said, I need to go to the to the church and pray after getting out of this. <laughs> to me, I love
5: it. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear it. I, that's. I don't like slasher movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of a man running after. Um, People with a with a knife. I don't care about that. Give me weird. Give me strange. Give me um, a disembodied um, whatever. You know, basically coming after people. Give me psychological thriller. Give me <laughs> give me all that. When I saw me somewhere the trailer, I was like, Oh no,
0: <laughs> this is gonna be really scary. I don't know what they uh, did, yeah. but apparently they had to take it back to the um, MPAA a couple of times to get. Get their R down from an NC 17. So,
2: really? Mm-hmm. Mm. That happens sometimes. Wow.
5: Okay. Because people, are you seeing that like audience members complained maybe?
0: No. So, I don't know if you were on the episode like a year ago with the Cinema Bum people. So, it's, Tanja Renee said, I miss her birthday today. Um, we talked about the NPAA. Basically, it's nine people in a room in DC. They watch the movie, they, give you, they, they, they um, rate it, and they give a consensus rating, and they give it to the studio. They can choose to accept it, to appeal, or to, uh, what do you call it, uh, abandon the rating and just put it out, not rated, which most theaters will not carry if it's not rated. And if you are a big studio, you can afford, because there's a fee, like a, a couple of thousand dollars fee to get your movie rated. For release, if you're a big city, you can afford to send it back a couple of times until you get it down to an R or a PG-13, or whatever you're trying to get it down to. Hmm.
2: Does
6: that make sense,
5: Ali? I see. Okay, so it's just so it's a forum of people, it's a group of people, mm-hmm. a group of appointed people who will make a decision. Yes. Okay.
0: Nine people who sit in the room and decide. Is appropriate for America to see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a documentary, I don't know if it's on Netflix, um, it is called, This Film Is Not Yet Rated. It is an expose of the MPAA's rating system. I think you will find it very interesting because it goes into the thing, their angle is that the MPAA, excuse me, hold on, let me get this chicken on my mouth, hold on. Pardon The NPAA appears to be skewed towards bigger studio films and against indie films. Because, like, when indie films come back, NC-17, they don't get the same detailed list of what to cut and what not to cut to get their rating down. But big movies do, because the NPAA is also, of course, a trade organization, and the big studios are members, and indie productions generally are not. So they're helping out their folks versus helping out the little people. Mm. Uh, Stuber flopped to the Lat- tree. Is enjoyment? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you,
3: America.
0: And in fact, there was a whole resulting article asking: Should Disney have bought Fox behind? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I did see that so it's talking like, about basically all the Fox movies have
0: Yeah, Stuber, Dark Phoenix, and what's the other one? Um, well, Breakthrough did okay. That was I the like first.
3: Dark Phoenix.
0: You know you're the only person that I know. I am okay?
3: like, <laughs> on this island alone.
0: <laughs> Two sticks together to for fire. Right. <laughs> what, they have, what else does Fox have coming out? Um, Ford versus uh-huh. Ferrari. Is that theirs? Oh,
3: with Matt Damon? Oh, God. Yeah. I hope not, because it looks stupid. And I hope it flops because of Matt Damon. Oh every, every
0: Fox picture it is not Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. The tria is, like, gunning. <laughs>
3: uh, you know, Matt Damon is just, whenever he opens his mouth, he's it has not been good lately.
0: So Yeah, Ford versus Ferrari, Ad Astro with Brad Pitt is coming. Um, Terminator, oh, no, Dark Fate.
3: Oh, and that time, no, they're going to make money on Terminator because that shit, oh, yeah. that was, yeah. I want to go see that and I haven't seen it since like the very first Terminator. And they're
5: basically also saying Latria that um forget everything after Terminator 2. So it's Correct, like. This, I
3: haven't even seen Terminator 2. Three. So, but the yeah. fact <laughs> that they got the, what's her name? The lady. Uh, oh,
5: shoot, I forgot uh, her name. Linda Hamilton.
3: Yes, Linda yeah. Hamilton. Oh my. And Arnold looks good too. Like, I'm excited. I want to see that.
5: Linda Hamilton. I saw
3: that truck. I said, "Oh hell!"
5: And then you got your boy who played um Ghost Rider from the ABC um Agents of Shield um season. Oh, What's his name, Ollie? I haven't Galina. seen that. <laughs> Sorry,
0: oh. i am looking it up for you.
5: I already looked up his name. It's Gabriel Luna. Okay. Uh, okay.
3: Oh, he's the one that's like the silver <laughs> thing. Whatever. They're, what are they called? <laughs> it's,
5: um, oh yeah, he's a new he's a new version of um, of a uh, Terminator.
3: So that's the Terminator, the little silver thing that like mutates. Right? Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. So yeah. what
3: is what is Arnold Schwarzenegger then? What is he?
5: Arnold is Arnold is, Arnold is playing this, the Terminator that came many, many years ago during the first movie.
3: No, no, no. I like, I didn't know. Is he considered a Terminator as well? That's what I'm asking. Yes.
5: Yes. Arnold. Okay.
3: And so the new blonde girl, she's also a Terminator?
5: Uh, I do not believe so. I believe Gabriel Luna. Cause she's
3: something. Cause when they they showed something hit her, like you could tell she has like wiring in her. She's oh, not then confused. she's a
5: hybrid. Then she, she's probably a hybrid.
3: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. but... Wait, yeah. but so Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, he doesn't, he can't do the liquid transformation thing, right? No,
5: he cannot. That is not. That is not his version of a Terminator.
3: Oh, so they're different for. Oh. Yeah, different
5: different
0: versions, different models.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, it all makes sense
0: now. I was wondering. Yeah, I I don't know anything about Terminator. I don't. I'm I'm listening attentively to Ollie educate us. I
3: remember Um, (laughs) I was so little when I saw the first movie. You know, it was on TV, so it wasn't
0: like, yeah. I'm sure I asked this on that ratings episode, but I'll ask it again. What movies did your parents take you to at the theater because they couldn't find a babysitter or whatever that you should not have seen in the movie theater?
3: I don't re. I honestly don't recall really going to the movies when I was younger. With my, I th- the only movie I, I think the first movie I can remember going to with my mom was Mortal Kombat.
0: Mortal Kombat. That's one.
3: Because I, I, had the video game and I was like so excited because I was like, oh my god, I could see Jade on screen. Like I was and she, and she was like, oh, this is too loud. And I was like, "Well, it's a movie
0: theater." Your <laughs> and, parents were nice to you to that, let you have Mortal Kombat because my mom. I was
3: say, I, I was <laughs> an only child,
0: Brandon.
3: Like, I was to <laughs> say, like who else? Who has <laughs> She had to buy for nobody
5: but me. Wow, that's interesting because <laughs> Mortal
3: yeah. Kombat was
5: a hotly contested topic in terms of video gaming back in the '90s because parents were on the fence yeah. about violent.
2: But
3: Very I was
5: violent.
2: also,
3: like, I mean, I also played outside a lot, too. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't one of those kids that was just, like, playing, like, the super, super violent... I think Mortal Kombat might have been, like, the most violent video game I've ever had. Uh, it's, like, the only fighting game I actually ever had as a kid, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's... that's yeah, also I, wild.
3: I think I was, like, a teenager when that came out. So I don't recall... Going to the movies. I mean, my babysitter is the one who snuck me to see Chucky. And my mom was like, ha ha, I told your ass not to go. She's like, I told you you couldn't go see this movie. Now look at you up here having horror dreams.
0: Right. So <laughs> my parents took me to go see The Witches of Eastwick when I
4: was five. <gasps> Oh my God, I love that movie so
0: much. My little oh ass my- should not have seen that damn movie about the devil and witches. That is
2: so good. Are you kidding me? I was oh, five.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I,
2: think, I think
3: cool. like I was in mid elementary or maybe middle when I first saw, but it was on TV. Like all the stuff that I've remember seeing when I was little was on TV. I
6: don't I don't recall ever going to the movies, honestly. Dang, that's
2: the, that the wishes of Eastwick. <laughs> Eastwick? Like. What the heck? Mm-hmm.
5: That is... wow. Okay. Ooh, no, that's
3: something that they can. I wonder if they're thinking of remaking that.
5: Yeah. Well, no, I was going I was about to tell you Latria that they they turned it into a TV show recently.
3: Oh, Eastwick. Yeah, I watched yes. it and I was so pissed when they canceled it cuz I think it had two seasons. Oh, I was so mad cuz oh, I watched, what
0: network? What nec- network? It was, was it on?
3: uh I think it was USA. Hmm.
0: Was this? Okay, I could have sworn I was CW.
3: Mm, well, no, hold on. I gotta look it up
5: for it. Where's Eastwick?
3: Was it? C? I feel like saying CW is too easy. Hold on.
6: ABC. American? ABC.
3: No, wait, no, this isn't what I'm thinking of then.
6: This
3: is ABC. Because it was something that was like literally a couple of years ago. It would maybe, okay.
0: Yeah, ABC 2009.
3: Okay, no, this isn't what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of another. This thinking of
5: either. This isn't what i think thinking of.
3: That they turned into. Okay. So, okay, I got it. It's the show I'm thinking of was called Witches of East End.
5: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. Yeah,
3: that was that's the one that came out in 2013 yeah. and it was on, hold on.
5: I thought they were, I thought they, I thought that was just an off, offshoot of Eastwick.
3: I and did too. And that's why I walked, cause it had Julia Ormond, who I love. She was in it. Yeah. What's, I can't see. It was Lifetime. It was on uh-huh. Lifetime. Yeah. So I think it was just the one season, to be honest. But that was so, oh, it was so good. It had Channing Tatum's ex wife in it.
6: Oh. Jenna
3: DeWan, Jenna Dewan, however you say her name. Okay. She was, yeah. So I never saw that one from 2009. I didn't even know they had that.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, Nor It only ran half a season, so.
3: Oh well, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Witch is an Easter. Egg. Oh my god. Have you did you watch it ever again when you were older? No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Brandon! Brandon, it's
3: so good. So who is it's Michelle Pfeiffer? Cher. Cher and uh, who is, is it? It's not who's the redhead,
0: it's not Goldie Hawn is it? Well, not, not redhead
3: at all, no. But not redheaded, no, 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 because
2: Michelle. Um, oh,
3: Brandon, you gotta see that movie is so good. And isn't it? Um, is it Jack Nicholson that plays the devil? Yep, yep. See, I can watch that, but I refuse to watch The Shining, I don't, I can't do that.
0: The Shining is less scary than, which,
3: which no. Nah. I just remember that one scene that kept showing about him taking that ax through the door and I was like, that's it for me. I'm good. I loved Actually, why your family religious, Brandon? Because they had... That was... That was a little sexual. <laughs>
2: I'm about i still well, baffled. Was... He
3: was it's... fucking all three of
5: them. I am very baffled. So I don't that understand. Was... So that was, uh...
0: at that time, my parents were squirting kind of in their backsliding era. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
3: They That's were like, also,
0: they were also, you know, going towards, you know, separation.
3: That was, so, that was definitely a. We ain't got no babysitter, so you gotta come right? with us.
0: Money. Now that I'm thinking about it, I got babysitter a good deal, like every other weekend. Like, <laughs> when, like, um, my mom would go out. What is this? What is this? What is this once thing? I, that you once I turned eight,
3: all- it was like, look, you know how to cook hot dogs. And make noodles. Don't ask don't open the door. Don't
0: answer the phone. And I was like Unless I call and use the call ID. And
3: that's when you know you had that call you had that call ID box. It was literally like only when I saw a number that I knew recognized because you know we didn't have cell phones.
0: Sure the fuck didn't. It was like Um, what is this this concept you're
5: talking about, Brandon, of parents going out? What is this? What what is this? I'm
3: Don't you got, you got a wife, Ali? What out. is
5: this thing called parents going out? Because I don't remember ever,
0: ever um, <laughs> having an error. Oh, Most Also, the
3: island parents didn't go out, Ali.
0: Is that right. that Maybe just, just Ali's parents didn't go out. I guarantee right. you there was some nightlife on that damn island.
5: Okay. <laughs> My parents are very boring. <laughs> very boring people. <laughs> They did not go out, so the. In fact, they didn't even they didn't go to movies. So when you ask this question, when you're like, "Who did your parents who do you, like when your parents? Did? I mean, no, Brandon. There was they, really, they didn't they didn't watch movies. They so who,
3: who did you go to movies
5: with? with? So I so the cool aunt, the cool aunt or the cool uncle would take me to. Um. I know. Funnily enough, I'm paying it back because I'm taking her kids. To see the movies <laughs> from time to
0: time. What movies y'all have you seen with kids? I went to go see, for example, The Hunger Games. I took my little cousins. Oh, okay. to see them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You took I children went... to go see. Them. Well, I guess it is a movie that's supposed to be for yeah. it's a young adult novel, but it's exactly. a little violent. And they're, all, and they're all girls.
5: And so they were just like, Yeah, we want to see women kick ass. And I was like, I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got you. <laughs> What Else, what about some music stuff? Um,
3: oh, what have I been listening to besides Megan Thee Stallion? Let me see. I've downloaded, oh, I got oh my god, I downloaded a debarge essentials little Apple, yes, Apple playlist in the other day. And when I was jamming, you couldn't tell me nothing. I'm oh, let me go
0: on the debarge essentials. I have been upset
3: ever since I watched that Bobby debarge movie. I have just you seen- watched. Did, did we review
4: it? Did you talk about
3: it? Did I? You know, I don't think I was on the podcast the week after that I you watched it. it. Okay, I, so we can talk about it
0: then. Yes! <clears throat> I, I heard it was terrible.
3: Okay, the wigs were terrible. Okay. <laughs> but to be honest, I was actually entertained. I, I think I was more so entertained because I didn't know anything about, like, the DeBarge family, period. Right. Or even, like, I was like, I never heard of a Bobby DeBarge. So I didn't know that there was, like, you know, a brother who was famous first and then he, like, put his family on, basically.
2: Right.
3: Um, but it was... I will say the guy... What's... Uh, what's the little boy name? I don't I forgot. That played Bobby DeBarge.
0: Let's um, call him Wiggy, or i look it up. Stop.
3: It was... <laughs> The main the
2: main
0: actor. He he really all
3: today, he did really good. Like even the scenes where he, you know, he was like on drugs and just acting erratic and stuff. It was really good. And it was really sad to like learn about their dad and how he treated them. And he was mm-hmm. just the most horrible, most vile human being. Oh my god. It was just it was horrible. Um, and it, it made, I didn't realize that like every single one of them got on drugs because I go, it didn't say that in the movie. It didn't go through that. But like, after I finished watching it, I Googled it and all of them had issues with drugs, like um, throughout their lives during and after all of this. And I was just like, it's, it just really showed how like, like when one person is on drugs, the like the whole family is on drugs, even if they don't do it drugs. Right. Because it affects, you know, it affects everybody. And it was just um
0: Roshan Fagan.
3: Yes. Whose daddy was in uh Five Heartbeats. Yes. His daddy his played dad. he played his daddy played somebody in Five Heartbeats.
6: Roy
0: Fagan. Roy Fagan. Brother. Yeah. And I think he
3: was in another um
0: yeah, he appears to be, uh, what you call it, a uh, Robert Townsend yeah. favorite.
3: Yeah. he was in, in
0: all the Robert Townsend movies.
3: hmm <laughs> Yeah. So, Rashawn, Rashawn did good. Like, he did a really good job as Bobby. Um, who else? The dude that had played James, I, I thought it was James. <laughs> like, they did good matching them to look like the actual people. Mm-hmm. Janet looked like, LaToya looked like LaToya. But the guy who they got to play, Jermaine Jackson, let me tell you, I don't, he, like he nailed, they nailed it (laughs) with Jermaine, the hair, he looked just like him, just like him. So the movie, I mean, the movie wasn't like, oh my God, excellent, but it was, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. That's good. honestly, like the the bad, the wigs, yeah, they were not, they were not good quality wigs. But it was enjoyable. I think you would like it, Brandon.
0: Big boys in the movie? Well, he's playing Barry Gordy, right? Listen, listen.
3: So when he came on screen, I said, what? Who is he supposed to be? And when somebody was like, Barry, I said, okay, y'all are not, I'm not, I'm not believing They just got
0: him because he's short. It just... That's the only qualification. they,
3: They could have gotten anybody else. I was honestly quite mad because I was like, I cannot accept this.
0: Romeo Ballantyne plays Jermaine Jackson.
3: Well... They, listen, he looked just like him in that movie, when I tell you. Mark
0: DeFore is Don Cornelius.
3: It was good. I
0: liked it. Tyra Farrell is Ederlene DeBarge.
3: Yeah, because when I was, I was like, where do I know this lady from? I've seen her in something before.
0: White Men Can't Jump, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice.
3: Boys in the Hood, that's it. She was Ricky's mama. Yes,
0: Ricky, baby, your Tesco. <laughs> I
3: knew, I, knew, I was like, I've seen. She was so, I was like, I've seen her as something. Yes, that was
6: it. Boys in the Hood. That is exactly what I was thinking. Of. Yes, but I said, Brandon, you should watch it.
3: On the, the girl,
0: Leah Monet playing Latoya Jackson. She looked like Latoya Jackson just in her regular oh, profile does. picture.
3: She does. The and the girl Janet looks like Janet a little bit, but she also has that little voice.
0: Hi. Okay. Why is Lloyd on his on his IMDb profile picture with his um his um twist out and his and his titties out?
2: Oh gosh! <laughs> oh
3: lord! Looking
0: like uh, a Negro Mowgli in the jungle someplace.
3: Ah.
0: Rodman Randolph as Chico de Barge. I guess.
3: Yeah. Uh, Bruno
0: Rose is El de Barge. He looked like Bruno Mars. Did they put the mustache on him?
2: The
3: Elder
0: Bar's mustache?
3: Yes.
0: Did the mustache
3: come? (laughs) You know, I had to. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, "Wait a minute, Chico!" I said, "I had to Google how." I was like, "How old is Chico?" Because I was thinking that he was like not that much older than me, and I was like, "I know this movie is like from what they were already like halfway grown." Chico the is like about fifty years old. Yeah,
0: he. He, I, he he tried I, to have a career in the 80s, and he right. went to jail, to jail, jail. And then well, he got out and tried to have a career again, and he went back to well, jail. They,
3: <laughs> well, they showed that because they, they did the drug trafficking. Yeah. But that's how they got in jail. Yeah, because I was like, I remember when he came out and he had that song with Joe.
0: That was and, his second run. Uh, that's right. that's, that's what the thing I found out. That was his second time. That's what
3: I'm saying. I thought that it was like his initial time coming out. And I thought Me he too. Was, I thought he was really young. That nigga was probably, like, 30 years old then. Mm-hmm, 30-something. I was like, I was... Because when I saw him in the movie, I was like, I was expecting Chico to be, like, a toddler. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, how old is he?
0: Yeah, when, when in, the, in the late 90s, when we when we were listening to his records, we had hits. He had just got out the penitentiary, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I put up the Departure Central playlist, and it says right here, listen to the playlist, Latrio. trio. <laughs> That's me. Let's see what they got on here. Rhythm of the night, of course. I I like like it. it. My favorite. Mm -hmm. My favorite. All this love, time will reveal. reveal. Who's holding Donna now? That's that's the one. You know, you have a song by a famous group that nobody else likes. That's the That's Mine. Die. Okay. Who's they hoping? got
3: love me in a special way that's my jam yep.
0: too. And stay with me which you know everybody knows from um i papa freaks all the honeys <laughs> bunnies, playboy bunnies does what money a dream who's johnny i don't know the rest of these
3: yeah i don't after love me in a special way i'm clueless right.
0: <laughs> they ain't putting none of chico shit on here they ain't put listen to your man <laughs> uh, <laughs> faded pictures
4: <laughs> right oh man that was a song Go baby you're my girl and They tell me what does that mean <laughs> to you you're in the middle of a bus, tell me who you're gonna trust your cousin baby's mama's best friend That's listen exactly to your man <laughs> oh my, wow.
0: that was my shit back when it was on wow, all that. about that song.
6: Think,
4: think about it baby think Think about it, baby. Think. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> this is the oh shit." Oh my god! Oh my god! How about the album, oh. the album
0: is terrible. It's, there's the other, that and um the other one, um the other hit. I'm gonna give you what you want. Only two good songs on the whole album. The rest of the album, awful. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> they tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do that to us these days. Yeah, they can't do that uh, shit no more. We'll just buy the single and keep it pushing. <laughs> also,
3: it's not a it's not an album. But I saw that um. God, what's his name?
0: Hold on.
3: What's the guy from Bohemian Rhapsody?
0: Um, Rami Malek or Freddie Mercury? Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Okay.
3: Anyway, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I also listen to a lot of like audio drama podcasts that are yes. more like movies for your ears. So he has one that he does called uh, Blackout. I think it came it came out in March, but I just downloaded it the other week and I've been listening. I'm only on episode... Two. I'm on episode two right now, but it's. And also, there's one. Speaking of Cynthia Revo, I downloaded it, but I haven't started listening to it yet. She has one that she that she did called Carrier. So I'm excited to
0: listen to that because. Is she playing the African American?
2: I don't.
0: (laughs) So when she when she was in Widows, did anybody complain about her being in Widows? She was certainly playing know. an African American. She had an American accent in that picture,
3: and in bad times of the era, which I wonder because I feel like it's it's person by person. Because also the the th- the threat that I saw that was talking about her when you talk about like the ADOS and all of that,
0: mm-hmm. They
3: also mentioned um, David Oyelowo, right?
0: Because he played MLK.
3: But I was like, I don't ever hear anything about um, what's the guy? It's Chui. Palu- it's not. Is Chui.
0: British? Chiwetel is from he Britain.
3: He is okay. And what's the guy from Westworld? Uh, James, is it James?
0: Something. James. Guy from Westworld. I know. Um, it's not. Um, Jeffrey He's Wright. Je- no, Jeffrey Wright is British. He yeah, is that's British. what I'm saying. Right.
3: So, Chiwetel, Jeffrey Wright, and Idris. I feel like I don't ever hear any backlash about those three.
0: The people. They've been but, in the game a long time. People like them, but they can play about Arivo. Know. They can play about um Kaluya. I'm wondering, Samuel Jackson was complaining about David Daniel Calillo being a get-out. Really, ass. yeah, he was very upset. Oh, yeah, and I and I honestly, Latria, it's good
5: that you know I, I want to hear your opinion on this too. Like, because of what Brandon brought up, is it do you feel like as if there are some movies where it calls for uh, uh it is where the character in the movie is a black. I'm like a Black American person. Like, do you feel like as if it was played by a British person, it wouldn't be as authentic?
3: No. Well,
5: I'm trying to think. I don't, to
3: me, I just feel like, like I don't have issues with Black British actors playing American roles, to be honest. So I just kind of feel like the acting is really what I'm looking for. Um, right. like, especially if it's something like Harriet Tubman, like, I'm looking for, like, the actual act. Well, I'm not gonna watch it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I I would look at it as far as, like, the actual acting ability and not just, like, oh, this is somebody throwing on an American accent.
0: Right. Like, literally, if they are a good actor, there's no, there's no part as a black person they should not be able to play. Right. No matter where that black person comes from. Because the thing is, think about, like, for example, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. There, oh, John Connie is the only African, and his son are the only Africans in the movie. Wait, like, um, because um, Lupita is from Mexico. Most of, a lot of the rest of them are from, are from um, either Britain or from America.
3: Well, a lot of them are like African Britain, though.
0: Yeah, they're like so first generation.
3: They, yeah, so they they are, but they're more like they're not right. like straight. You know,
0: from the continent, solely African. Right, right, because like. Like, like, this is a thing where, like, a lot of times these are people who, they have social causes that are legitimately important, but Mm -hmm. they're sort of kind of overlooking, like, you know, it's acting. I mean, there's a line to it. You can't be Scarlett Johansson and expect to be able to play a black man just because you're an actor. But, you know, an actor's job is to play somebody that that they are not. That's how you know somebody's a good actor. It's not like, like you know, if you're, like, a personality, like, certain actors so are, like,
3: but also, <laughs> if you think about it, because I saw something um, that, I don't know who the quote was from. It might have been one of them. But, like, basically, like, just just like how, you know, our Black actors in America are having, you know, they have a hard time getting a lot of roles. Even though, you're you know, you're seeing it now where you're seeing it more and more, but that's just because we've taken the reins into our own hands. It was like, we got to start creating our own stuff. So if you think, they have like less of that over there. Yes, they do. In London. So it's almost kind of like you have to come over to the States to really get your career on the ground. Because just had been doing freaking TV shows and movies in London for like years. But he got over here and like on the wire and people were like, oh, who is this? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's really when his career took off. But he had been he had been doing stuff. And just the same with, like, David Oyelowo and everybody else. Like, they've been doing stuff. And they were like, they hit this glass ceiling that they just can't break over there. Like, it's really hard to, like, get to a certain level just staying over there. So they kind of right. have to come to, you know, America and break into this industry. So,
6: I don't know. Yeah, like... I do, I, you know, I to
3: feel like I just am like British anyway because <laughs> I, I love the British accent, so I'm all for it.
5: Yeah, I'm trying to like hear from um, as many people as possible what their thoughts are on like if there's a line like is there is there uh, is there a certain line where it's just like, oh no, 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 this time it has to be being, it has to be played by
0: a, an American black person. You know, I don't think there's such a thing because uh,
2: yeah,
0: like uh, if the person who like, like I was saying, like, we give think the about, best audition. Think
3: about how, um, yeah. Think about how many black like Americans have played British characters. Right. And, and butchered their accent. First of all, they can do our accent very
0: well. And but we cannot.
3: We cannot.
0: do I think about how many black people play Africans, you know, like.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Like, hello, like Chadwick played mm-hmm. T'Challa. Like, they could have, you know, they could have probably gotten somebody who was actually African to play that role.
0: May so, not have been as good, though.
3: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, it's really all, it's mostly about the talent and what you can do with the role.
6: Because it's like, you know,
0: it's acting. You don't hire a criminal to actually play a criminal. Right. So basically, so if you, you don't hire if, a doctor to actually play a doctor. Okay. Right. But if there
5: were, if there were um, disgruntled Africans on that continent, if there were people in Nigeria, up and coming actors and actresses in that country, mm-hmm. who were like, Hey, we're over here. We're, we're up and coming actors and actresses. Hire us.
0: Well, that they should have agents who send them to auditions or get them put on tape to be um auditioned yeah. in the movies. I mean that's but also
3: i f don't they they have a really big booming uh
0: oh yeah in Nigeria like, industry yeah.
3: over there yeah. as well. So I feel like it wouldn't necessarily be hard to kind of get something to like translate over, you know what I'm saying? They have a they have like a very big
6: booming industry.
2: So, right. I don't know. I
3: just say oh, let's just see what
0: Cynthia does
3: with the role first. Right.
0: Before. <laughs> just See what happens. Mm-hmm. She could get out there and be like, like "I, I have, am I Harriet Tubman, and I'm going to shoot a white." Line. She's not. Man. Uh, I, no. <laughs>
6: have
3: I have faith in her.
5: Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, just what we've been watching, I forgot to mention that, um, since we're just kind of random a little bit, I also finished off the first two books of Philip K. Um, Pullman's, His Dark Materials. I just wanted like a little oh, prepper. Yeah. For what, the HBO what channel,
3: what is that coming on? Is it streaming mm-hmm. or is it
5: cable? Uh, HBO. HBO.
3: Okay. HBO.
5: And I just wanted like a little primer so that way i know, you know, just what's going on. And boy, oh boy, now I understand why the Catholic Church and Christianity in general, there is going to be a lot of controversy. Let me
3: Google it. So give us the, what is it about, Ali?
5: So essentially this is an, it is, His Dark Materials is a group of three books um, by Philip K. Pullman. The book centers around uh, the main character Lyra, and the setting is an alternative um, uh, universe, is it alternative universe? Okay, fine. An alternative universe where the, the church, the, the, the uh, Roman Catholic church um, has a lot more power than it has, that, than in our, Um, Our real world right now. It's in terms of politics and whatnot, they they control a lot. They even control um, the education and science. So, this is a world where um, how much you can ask questions about science and your universe Mm -hmm. is being controlled by religion.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
5: And so, and this is this is happening in the background of um, a, another story, which is basically you are following this young girl, who she she lives at at one of the the major, I, I guess uh, academies or or like instead of instead of nowadays how they would have nunneries. And whatnot, and and also like um, universities and whatnot. What they have in this universe is they have places where they combine um, science and religion together in terms of studies, and they have like um, so it's it's these schools of of knowledge, and she's living at one of these these schools of knowledge um, in England, essentially. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the point is uh, the. There are machinations that are going on in this world that will lead to people questioning the very nature of existence and what it means to, to believe in um, religion and science and, what is this, and the question, the ultimate question of where do we come from and what is the soul? Okay. That is that is why is that is what is buried underneath the surface of right. action, action and pew pew and yeah <laughs> all pew, <that>. pew. <laughs> <laughs> right? so they're, they're, so he's he's hidden all of that in. So when you watch a trailer, you won't notice all that stuff happening. All you see is, oh, wow, look at that. What is this this, right. this girl and this this creature that's always by our side and also in this in this alternative universe. Um, we've, we've talked about this before, Latria, everybody, um, your, the essence of who you are, your soul exists outside of your body as a, as an animal called a demon. Oh,
3: okay. I wonder what mine would
5: be. Yeah. So, so Lyra's (laughs) own, and what is the, 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 another question that's been examined in the books is what it means to be, um, innocent as a child versus, what you turn into when you become an adult. So children in this oh, world I'm definitely watching this change I'm all the time, right? Because right. based on your personality. But when you reach adolescence, your demon fixes itself into one form, and that is is a representation of who you are as a person.
3: Oh, so what if you have a bad day and like whatever happens on that bad day, like that's the one that sticks with you for life. <laughs> I
5: don't, I don't that know. That was. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of questions about that and, and it's oh, it's a very wow. interesting way of examining. So probably
3: then that dictates like how you perceive them by people. Exactly.
5: So you, so, can't, um, you can't
3: basically change people's minds like, oh, I'm a good right. person. Well, not according to your demon, you're not.
5: Yeah, yeah, so just imagine if somebody, an adult walks into a room and their demon is a giant boa constrictor.
2: Right. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> gonna fuck with them. Like I...
5: <laughs> right? So, right. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, Lynn manuel Miranda plays a character that has mm-hmm. um an interesting role a bigger role mm-hmm. um what's her name the woman from that um from uh from from luther oh um, god
3: yes i love her uh, alice she played alice
5: yeah she plays alice she played alice ruth wilson has a very yes. interesting uh-huh. um role in there too and what's his name Your boy, mackalvois Boy. James McAvoy is... Yeah, so Rufus and James McAvoy have the biggest roles in awesome. this
3: show. I'm sold. I can't wait.
5: So, yeah. But I can definitely see because this this the books question way too much about religion. And they in that universe, they've changed how the Bible is. So they've retconned certain things in the Bible. And I'm telling you, Latria, when they get to that part in the, in mm. the show,
2: it's
3: going to
5: make religious people flip. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've I've uh, I've been just I've been just doing some research on it because I just wanted to know more about what to expect.
2: Mm-hmm. So
5: and I was very I curious that, about why um, there were issues with the um the Catholic Church on this book.
2: Yeah.
3: Clark Peters is in it. He's like an HBO staple. He was in The Wire and Treme.
5: Okay.
3: He's in the show too.
5: Clark Peters. And it's I saw
3: him like, a of, He was like one of the detectives in The Wire. Um, you would know his face, like if you googled him. You, would, oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would recognize his face.
5: You know the funny thing is, when I saw him on the trailer, I thought that was, I that was, um, Martin, um, no, um, Freeman. Martin
0: Freeman. Martin Freeman,
5: <laughs>
0: oh, Martin Freeman <laughs> from um, um, Black Panther from uh, Lord of the Rings. No, stop it. I thought it was Morgan Freeman because I was like, Oh yeah, oh, Morgan God. Freeman. I thought you said Martin Freeman. My bad. Sorry. Mm-mm. I was like, why is Morgan Freeman in this, in this, <laughs> in this
5: show
0: <laughs> he makes movies? He oh. doesn't do TV. No. I got another topic, y'all. So,
2: okay.
0: So, it started as a joke, but Disney might be dead serious. You know how they act a fool. Could oh. Disney remake Pocahontas and not get...
3: No. Not have no. the company shut down? No. no. no.
5: It's, it's Oh it's, my not, God. Not just... no. Not no in 2019. Oh no. my God. I Don't think about
3: that idea. Talk it's about,
5: too, I can't even. Mm-mm. That's too much of a charged topic.
3: Because it would be, first of all, it would be such a, it was already a slap in the face, but you'd just be doubling down on a slap in the face because it, it is a complete lie. So you cannot I have a question, the, though, the Just keep perpetuating this lie. No. I have a
5: question. What if they remake Pocahontas, but instead it's, of it being a remake of the Disney movie, They actually tell a story about. If they
3: told the real story, okay, that would be different. But don't, don't remake the you know "Colors in the Wind"
0: musical version.
3: (laughs) Musical that we got in the no
0: songs. What did they do? Then they fix it.
3: Okay, well well, then I would be. That would be okay. That would be fine. But just don't keep perpetuating this lie that y'all told us.
0: It's so weird that that legend of Pocahontas became that you know she was this you know like because like because the movie's based on the like the white folks' legend of Pocahontas that she was this beautiful
3: well, first of all, Indian we gotta maiden stop. who
0: saved Whenever John Smith. We
3: rest on white people telling everybody's history. That's when we get it wrong. Y'all, right. see, we, they still celebrating Christopher Columbus Day, and that shit mm. was a lie. Yeah. He didn't discover... How you gonna discover, discover something, something when people already, already here? They already sitting <laughs> down eating and you you just watched it <laughs> We've been here. Half right. dead. Like, what, you didn't discover a damn
0: thing. Right. So The mess up thing is though is that with Pocahontas thinking about like Disney because like if they were even to try attempt to maybe pull up the soundtrack listen to the soundtrack the songs are good as shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like the shit in 1607
4: we sailed the open sea For glory bound and gold bound Virginia company You know, that, that, shit, that shit goes. What I love most about rivers is you can't step in the same river twice. <laughs> I look once more just around river, river bend Beyond the shore
0: Somewhere across Don't the sea. Past- <laughs> yes!
4: See, the, the, the songs were so good, but then
0: it was so, it was all lies, like, about real people. That's how um, they distracted us with them damn
5: songs. Yeah, it was it was rose colored glasses.
3: They had us singing and then not realizing, oh, we've been lied to. Just like our history books.
0: <laughs> we've been hoodwinked. <laughs> yes. Bamboozled. The funny thing is that the direct-to-video the sequel, The Pocahontas' Journey to, Journey to a New World, is probably mm-hmm. more historically accurate than the first movie because they actually don't. They bring in, you know, John Rolfe. she goes and gets married and goes to England. I don't know if she dies at the end. I'm assuming they put up a text title and said she died. (laughs) But yeah. But yeah.
3: That's the
0: only Disney movie I think of that era that has a Rotten Tomatoes rotten score. people, People didn't like it back then, like reviewers. Like everybody was like, you know, this is some bullshit. Y'all, y'all had to research now. Y'all know how old Pocahontas was. I think I told y'all, though, is that originally they were going to do it where she was younger, which required to make John Smith a kid, and they were going to do it that way. But then being and the Beast didn't win that fucking Oscar for Best Picture, and Jeffrey Katzenberg said he, he sat down and reviewed every winner of an Oscar ever for Best Picture and determined that it's easiest to win if you were a romantic drama. And so everybody was mm-hmm. aged up and sexed up, and Pocahontas became... You know, designed after uh Naomi Campbell, mm. and you know they made the movie they made. Wait,
3: was it really drawn with yes. the likeness of Naomi Campbell? Yes, I didn't know. but
0: the body, not the face, but you know the body.
3: Wow, I had no clue.
0: But I don't know who they got to be the the, um, the live action model because if, if if you've seen Pocahontas, you know they basically just traced that shit.
3: But I thought. <laughs> I thought the lady who voiced her, I f- I thought she they used her face, right? If I'm not see. mistaken, we'll
0: look it up. Um, I
3: could have sworn when I saw her, I was like, "Oh my god!" Mm, I could
0: she, might, she might, she might. I know that the design of the character was based on Naomi but Campbell. So the, I, re- the idea of her being that tall and that statuesque.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh. With all, with the hair and everything. Let me see. Um let me look it up because it always disturbed me just how much tracing's in that movie. Everybody all the, care, all the human care. Oh, Mel Gibson just... was in it? Yeah, he's the voice of John Smith. Oh my god. All of my I life I have searched for a land like this <laughs> one. <month>. Christian, Christian <laughs> Bell was
3: in it too. I
0: didn't know. Yeah, that. he's he's Thomas, the, the, the um the youngest soldier. Yeah. It's when his first um not when his first parts when his, like yeah. you know he was younger. He's like 20 years old.
3: But yeah, Irene. Bedard Bedard. I don't know how you say her last name, yeah. but that's who was Pocahontas. She kind of looks like if you look at her face, right? You look, I, so I do think they drew because she's Native American. So I feel like the, I do they, think they I remember d- hearing that they used her likeness to kind of for the face,
0: right? I
2: don't
0: know. So they say their inspirations for Pocahontas were, hmm. um. Shirley Little Dove, Custalow McGowan, Debbie White oh. Dove, who were two women they met, who were like Native American women, they met in Virginia. Oh, okay. um, well, that's they also, a random they, place. They also use uh, Dina Taylor or Donna Taylor, Filipino model, Christy Turlington, uh, who is a uh, Christy model.
3: Turlington, yeah.
0: Uh, Natalie Belton ancestry? No, she's just a pretty white woman. Oh,
3: okay. That's um, what I'm I know who Chrissy
0: <laughs> is. <laughs> Natalie Belcon, who's a Trinidadian um, um, model. Oh, wow. Uh, who played um, Avenue Q. Naomi Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Pillow. I don't know who that is. Let's, let's do a... She don't have a blue link on Wikipedia, so let's do a search. I don't see... Um, I, I look up Jamie Pillow and I get pillows. Yeah. So... I guess she didn't oh, wow. make it. I don't know. And Kate Moss, who of course is not. Wow,
3: American. wow. She and,
0: is. And the last person listed is is Irene Bedard. So they did they did use her in yeah. some capacity. Wait, you said yeah.
3: Kate Moss is Native American?
0: No, she's not. She's white.
3: Oh okay. I this like, is
0: the people they looked at. They put all the pictures oh, up in the okay. studio, and they were like, "Let's use you know this arm, this leg, and let's make it look you know like this." So the clearly
3: they were like, "Let's get all the top supermodels of the '90s," because Christy, Kate, and Naomi were literally like the super supermodels. Along right. with Linda Evangelista and Cindy Crawford and Veronica Webb and all of them. <laughs> wow, Linda Hunt was in it from uh, NCISLA. Yep. You?
0: Linda Which Hunt is, is the voice cool. of Grandmother Willow.
4: Quick, uh, uh, you will understand.
0: Uh, let me tell you what. like gl- how
3: Brandon knows <laughs> all the songs on command. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If let me, it I, right upon you like a wave upon the side. Let me like throw out a Disney movie and see if you just start seeing. Ooh,
0: ooh, I love this. I'll do this.
3: <laughs> okay, give me. Oh no, wait a minute. Let me, I gotta go back. Let me go back. Okay, Snow White and the Seven Doors.
4: Someday, my friends. Will oh my god. Come. What? Someday we'll meet again and the birds will sing and wedding bells will ring. Someday when my dreams come true. Okay, Peter, Pan.
0: Wow. Peter Pan is harder. I'll i just go,
4: you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly.
0: That's the okay. only song I know from that. And then TikTok was the the um okay. that crocodile who ate the Blah, blah. uh the hunchback
3: of notre dame
0: and
4: out there sitting by the sand taste the morning out there like ordinary men who freely walk about there wow okay i will
0: actually hear josh gad do that if he wants to do it um, oh yeah! Oh, I would. I
3: <laughs> I love him.
0: Josh Gad do that one.
3: <laughs> Robin Hood.
0: Uh, blank. I hate that
2: movie.
4: Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. The Rescuers. Rescuers
4: now. R e s c u e Rescue Aid Society. <laughs> Heads held high, no, ha- touch, touch the sky. The sky <laughs> you mean ha-
6: everything to me.
0: The Aristocats. So, the,
3: I don't don't sing the one that we all know. You guys, it's
0: something. Marisha Valway singing that opening song. It's half French and half English. So I don't know the words, but like. Okay.
4: Dash, dash, us, the Aristocats. That.
5: Just, just don't sing. Just don't sing the Siamese cat song because that is
0: no, that's that's highly tramp. controversial. That's <laughs> tramp. She's, she's talking about everybody.
4: Everybody, everybody. everybody wants
3: to be. A that's
0: the one that I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one hundred one
3: dalmatians.
0: Um, hmm. Rubella de no, oh, Rubella yeah. de <laughs> Yeah, that's the one Alex that's the that one one the has sings. songs. It's not a musical. Yeah. yeah, the husband only sings at the piano. when He sings when she... Rodeville and he sings at yeah. the end, um, we'll have a Dalmatian plantation. Okay,
3: yeah. Alice
0: in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland has songs, but I don't know them. I know one of them, the opening ones called In the World on My Own. and She sings it in the little flower bed before the rabbit comes.
3: Okay, Bambi.
0: Bambi's Bambi, beat yes. song is Love is a song, but it's so boring and crappy that I don't remember it. Oh. I remember more just the scenes.
3: <laughs> well, you
5: pass.
0: <laughs> Reluctantly gives him the award.
2: Yeah,
0: you pass. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like um, Robin Hood. I don't care much for the Jungle Book either or for the Sword and the Stone.
3: I'm like going through here, and I'm like, I'm trying to think what Fantasia was the one that I oh my god I didn't even finish that movie.
0: Well, Fantasia, you know, of course, is supposed to be like it was like his prestige play, like it was supposed to be advancing the art of animation by showing how sophisticated it could be.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was stupid.
0: Well, a lot of people thought that, and it flopped. I I saw
3: this Oliver and Company.
0: But I like I like Fant. Really quick about Fantasia, I love it though because it's. It's just pure art. There's no... Yeah. Well, as a kid, I was just like, so there's no dialogue.
3: Nobody's talking. It's just music. What is happening?
0: Yeah, we first saw it in eighth (laughs) grade in art class, which which is where you should see that movie. It's not really like... You don't want to put that on for small children because nothing happens. And it's Leopold Stokowski at this podium playing orchestral music. And if you don't have like the new like the restored stereo version because it's like one of the first movies ever done in stereo. There's no yeah, point I, I to saw, it.
3: I saw it on TV. like. Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: Uh, Oliver and Company is Oliver Twist acted out with animals in modern, in 1988, modern day New York. I
4: don't even know. It was
0: the first Disney movie they put out since the 50s that was a, well
4: you no, know, since, I'll mm. say it's just The
0: Rescuers in 77. That was a big hit because it came out the same day as Don Bluth's the Land Before Time, and it outgrossed it. Mm,
3: and I never saw this Atlantis, The Lost Empire.
0: Okay, so...
3: Which, this is live action, right? No,
0: it is animated. Okay. But it is supposed to be more of a sci-fi for boys animated film for oh. teenage boys. So they brought in Mike Magnolia, I think his name is, who designed Hellboy, the comic book. He did all the, like the designs for the movie. And it's basically an adventure about a, um, a historian named Milo Thatch, voiced by Michael J. Fox, who discovers mm. the lost city of Atlantis, and he meets a rich, crazy guy who puts together a team in 19—I think it's 1919, set, or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And for whatever reason, in 1919, this team is full of um, every ethnicity you can think of, which is shocking for that era, but, you know, it's a, it's a— Disney movie We'll go with it. Um right. because this is the first time they actually ever had a black man in a Disney li- in a Disney animated film who was a character as, far who as, was as actually I a movie. black man. No, he's the first. John, Dr. John Sweet, voiced by um, is it Phil Lamar? That was the voice. Not Phil Lamar, it's it's um it's the other Phil. Uh, Phil Morris, I think it is. Yeah. Mm. Uh but yeah, it's and Cree Summer does the voice of the Princess of Atlantis when they finally get down there. And Patrick Stewart is her father, the voice of Climbing her father. checks. The movie is, it has interesting ideas, but overall it doesn't quite work.
3: Okay.
0: Like it wants to be like a 90s action film, but just it has, a, it has an animated film. But I feel like they were too timid about doing it to fully commit to it. Mm-hmm. And even then their handling of telling a story like that isn't that good. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, it's it's worth i like, it's. I assume it's on Netflix. I know it'll certainly be on Disney Plus, but I assume it's, it's worth at least one watch. You might like it. Like, mm. it's is not bad. It's just that it could be so right. much better. Right, right. Like, if it honestly, if that was a live action movie, they probably would have gotten like a writer and editor who could have tightened it better. And they could have committed to more of like the thing they wanted to do, which is like mm-hmm. monster fight after monster fight. They cut it down because they were too scared that yeah, you know, it's, it's too far from our brand.
3: Dang, Google did uh, Ali's favorite movie wrong. They got title cards for every movie except Hercules. <laughs> huh? wow. it's just like a blank gray. <laughs> every every other movie has the title cards except for Hercules. So I will
5: fight.
4: If if they. If yeah, they
5: decide to do Hercules,
4: would they, they, the, will
0: they, will they have Black women as music? They have to have... the. Listen, they're doing... I, I, I think are I told, told y'all kidding? last time they're doing Hercules um, as the trial run in New York City as a, as a stage musical with, with all Black people as the leads. That's what they should do if they do it live action. Hire a Black guy to like, play Hercules. Hercules
2: how,
0: yeah, hire a Black guy to play um, Phil. Um, hire Black people to do it. And then the muses fit. <laughs> oh, okay, Because yeah. that, movie, that movie, if you close your eyes and you watch that movie, that movie's black.
5: <laughs> yeah. <a> black ass movie.
2: <laughs>
0: From that day forward, our boy Hurt could do no wrong. He was so <laughs> hot, steam looked cool. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bless man. my soul, Herc was on a roll
0: Person of the week and never click be a fool
4: What I know, to Herc could stop a show Put him at a monster, you're I'm talking said. SRO He was a no one, a zero, a zero. zero Now he's a hot top, he's a hero Here's a kid yeah, with a his ass all packed a Zero to hero in no time a flat a Zero to hero, just like that
0: I'll leave those more of the words now. do. He was teaching me the words. So, not Nouveau rician famous. He could tell you what the Grecian earned. Say amen. <laughs> there he <it> goes again. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, Latria, we found on YouTube the mm-hmm. original story reel when they were working on the movie. You know, when you shoot an anime movie, you put down your sketches right. of the, each scene. But for this song, for the Hercules songs, they didn't use sketches of the women. They actually shot. They got five women on the, on the soundstage and shot music video footage. Oh, wow. Because they didn't know how to, how, I guess the MAs weren't hip enough to know how to draw that sort of a thing. So they actually, so it's like. They didn't, they
3: didn't
0: know how to do hip swivels. Nah, so <laughs> they, they no. So it's, 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 it's real footage of four black women and one white woman dressed up as the muses, and it's oh, intercut wow. with these story sketches. <laughs> and it's the that most bad. bizarre thing to watch, because it it's like- the weirdest thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, you can see where they pulled from the, the music video Yeah, to, they basically to just the animated actions. what they shot. They just yeah. made the same framing.
5: <laughs> That's what I was saying, but I was like, because as a child watching this, and even not watching this, these movements are too, they are too detailed. No, it to be anything else. They, but, would, uh, they
0: would have shot that footage anyway. I'm just surprised they didn't have story reels oh. already done. Maybe they did, and this is like this is like version two, but they've already shot the reference footage. But when you're animated, even now when they do Pixar stuff, like because Pixar prices itself, they do not do motion capture. There's a no-no at Pixar, they don't do that. I think Wally, one of those like Wally or whatever which one came out okay, uh, Ratatouille or Wally, one of the two of them has a title card at the end that says one hundred percent real animation, no motion capture. They don't play that shit over there. So they will shoot the footage and then reanimate it by hand. The old, like you know, like because to, to do it the quote unquote correct way, as far as the art is concerned.
5: Okay, that's that's fair enough. But, but it was it was yeah. very the, the 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 animation was very smooth on what, on the muses dancing yeah. and,
0: and just their
5: movements. It just it was just so
0: very fluid. Yeah, at Disney, they used to do it. What you're supposed to do is use the footage as reference and animate it yourself. When they would get into time crunches, you know, and deadlines come up, you know, you might just print out some the frames and trace it. Um, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Pocahontas, a lot. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The most egregious one, though, is um, it's not a Disney film. It's a Fox film. It's a Disney film now, of course, but it's Anastasia. Y'all seen that, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, love, I I as a as a piece of <laughs> as a as a piece of cinema, I love it. It's very well written and very well like acted, and music is good and everything. But as a work of animation, I did it was trace. <laughs> except for the, the except this, for the bat.
5: I remember that this movie was the movie where I learned what rotoscoping is. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's that's the that's the to... professional term for when you trace from live action to animation. It's called rotoscoping. You print out each frame wow. of, the, of the live action film. You put it on your drawing table. You trace. You go to the next frame. You trace. You go to the next frame. You trace. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that is why. That is that's why. If you notice, lot. yeah, you but it's if you easier, notice... Latria to do that than it is to animate a realistic looking twenty something year old woman or man by okay. hand. Because yeah. most animators aren't that skilled to do that.
2: Uh,
6: and that's yeah.
0: like the thing where... Because we know what people look like. It's well, it's hard to fool right. people watching people move. So you either need to be really good, take a whole lot of time, or you just trace that shit. And Ooh. the it's funny because the behind-the-scenes documentary on on Poca- oh, Not Pocahontas, on Anastasia that's on the DVD shows Don Bluth, the director... Directing the live action models, and they have on costumes that have big black lines on them
2: mm. <laughs> yeah gotcha.
3: it's like it's like
5: they dressed it's like they dressed you up to look like a drawing yes, mm-hmm. to make it easy for them to trace you over right
3: so I bet the the influx or I guess the introduction of like compute like digital animation,
0: they probably were like, Whoo, thank God, we don't have to do this by hand anymore. <laughs>
3: Think it made it
0: easier? No, it's just different. I know the perception computers made it easier. What it makes it easier to do is makes it easier to do more detailed like the texturing. Movement the movements are done... I mean, doing computer animation, is like doing stop motion, basically, with computer mm-hmm. assistance. You know, with stop motion, you have a thing, like Jack so you have a puppet, and you move the hand a little bit, take the photograph, move it a little bit more, take the photograph, move it a little bit more, take the photograph, that's exactly how, um, like, Pixar movies are done. It's just they're done in a computer with software. So you have, like, a puppet of, like, Jessie from Toy Story, and she's got to go yee-haw, so the arm starts way out from her body. You put a keyframe here. You put a keyframe sort of kind of at the halfway point. You put a keyframe where it's all the way across her torso, which, you know, the, the yee-haw with the fist balled up. And you check, make sh- and the computer puts the frames in between for you, but you have to go in and adjust and make sure it works properly. Mm -hmm. so it's like that basically it's digital puppetry is how those things are done but it does allow for like you know like more easier to do like 3d camera moves easier to do 3d actual films because you just put out you know a a stereoscopic version of it um but the animation part is it's essentially the same as i learned okay like it's just you aren't drawing it you're just you're doing like stop motion rather right right
3: gotcha okay I just realized on um, Facebook we didn't mention this uh but what are y'all thinking about the new the Eddie Murphy's Dolomite movie
0: coming out? I don't know what to make of that thing to be perfectly honest with you.
3: <laughs> I'm just I'm excited for the cast. I don't know, I've never seen Dolomite so I don't I've know seen Dolomite. About it.
0: <laughs> this is like like a Eddie Murphy passion project. <laughs> but so I'm sure he'll enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be a lot of, you know, like fun to watch it. I yeah. just it I mean, like, and Dolomite is, like, a cult classic thing. It's just,
2: it's not that good. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he,
3: like, does he have a deal with Netflix to do more movies? I don't know, actually. Because I would, you know, if they can replace him, you know, but replace Adam Sandler with him, I'd be okay with that.
0: They are, like, they are not going to do that.
3: Oh, God, Because no. although, I know, I, I know the that, movies are terrible. Although, although Murder Mystery, I love. That movie was good. I liked Murder Mystery. Yeah. But, um, the rest of them,
0: yeah, no. but like those movies <laughs> are like the highest like watch things on the surface.
3: Cause why people they love Adam Sandler, love or hey, replace Adam Sandler with Ben Stiller. Now I love me some Ben Stiller. I
0: like Ben Stiller. He's like I will
3: watch. Actor. He is hilarious.
0: I he think
3: is the first time first, first I saw him was
5: in that Disney movie. Um, Which one? Uh, the one with Keenan. Keenan was in there. Ben Stiller. Oh, about
3: Holes. them going.
5: No, it was them going to a fat camp.
0: Big shots. Big shots. Oh, that's Alan. Oh, not, 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 not big shots. That's, that's from like. No, no. I don't know not talk um, about because it, like it's like it's from like 2000 and Keenan's on the poster and they're like yeah Keenan's on there yeah I forgot what it's called. Keenan
3: it? Kenan Thompson. Kenan uh, Thompson. Oh oh oh. I
0: don't. Know. It's a bunch of kids going to a fat camp, and uh-huh. Ben Stiller's playing the antagonist. Let me look it up. I know I know are what are you talking about him? like because like he's on the poster. It is called Heavyweights. Yeah.
3: Oh, that title does sound familiar, but ah, yeah, I never saw that. Written it's a by, funny, by Judd Avatar.
5: Really, it's a huh. really funny movie. Basically, they just took a bunch of the kids from um, they took all they could they took all the some of the kids from the Mighty Ducks movie
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they chucked them into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, From the creator of Mighty Ducks, um, Stephen Brill, I guess, who uh, wrote and directed it, with um, John Capotai was also the other writer. This was made before Keenan Thompson was in all that because he is a baby. That's the first. This is the the first time. This is the first time I ever seen Keenan Thompson on like. Okay, he is a little boy.
3: Look at Ali telling us something we didn't know from the island.
0: (laughs) Also starring Jerry Stiller. Because of course. Oh,
3: oh! I mean, you have to have him.
0: Aaron Schwartz, oh, Tom McGowan, Tim Blake Nelson, Jeffrey Tambor, David—no, David Bowie, no, David Bow, David Paul Feig. So him and Joe have been tight for a long time. Uh, Joe Abbattal is in it himself. Laura Mitchell, Laura Michelle Hill.
5: Some of the young people in there are people who went on to make big movies, right?
0: Because mm. Paul Feig had to be young too, right? No, he was—he was—he was thirty. Dear God, that man is. He's older than I thought he was. Um, yeah, Keenan Thompson. How old was he when he made this picture? Keenan Thompson was born in what seventy eight, so he was he probably shot in ninety four, so he was like fourteen. Like, for, like, 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 no, he was like sixteen. I guess he's just short because <laughs> I ain't never seen him look that damn young. He like, um, like he should be in the in the Our Gang picture. Oh Lord! Speaking of which, I did finally, I bought the DVD of the. So one of these days we gotta do an Our Gang episode. We just have to.
3: I don't. I don't. I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, Damn. the Little Rascals. I mean, I know, but yeah. Oh, at the-,
3: like the black and white. Yeah. With with buckwheat.
0: Buckwheat and Stymie and Alfalfa. Because the thing, the reason I wanted to do episodes because they were the first black celebrities in Hollywood who were not.
4: Yeah, they were the first black celebrities in Hollywood,
0: our gang kids. Because they were the first black people paid to play black people in cinema on a regular basis. Because they were children. They sort of kind of looked the other way, I guess, of what it was. Mm. Uh, The reason why there is even a Little Rascals or Our Gang series to begin with, was because they, um, Hal Roach was a producer back in the nineteen tens. He signed a little boy named Ernie Morrison to star in a series of short subjects. He was going to call Sunshine Sammy comedies. They made the first one called The Pickaninny.
3: I mean, oh god!
0: Different time back then.
2: Oh god!
0: But Ernie Morrison was the first black person to be signed to a like a like a a, a five year deal in Hollywood. Ever,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but the Southern states didn't want the Sunshine Sammy of comedies, course. even if they were called the Pickaninny, because they didn't want this little colored boy starring in movies. Mm-hmm. So Hal Roach went back and he cast white children around Sunshine Sammy, and that became what was called back then the Hour Gang comedies or Hal Roach's Rascals.
2: Oh,
3: so Little Rascals was initially all black.
0: Well, the the first. Is what she's fir- saying. The, first, yeah. the very first short that, yeah. yeah, like from 1920 or
2: 1919. Oh. But then
0: the actual series, when they actually were called Our right. started in 1922. And it was, you know, two black kids and everybody else was white it was Ernie Morrison and Alan Hoskins, who played Farina. And so the formula was that, you know, you have your freckle face white kid, your, um, you know, like, you're, like, t- at least two girls, one with blonde hair, one with dark hair, you know, the fat kid, the little tag-along kid, the tough kid, and at least one black kid. And the black kid is sort of kind of how you chart the series through it, because it ran for 22 years, so you had to replace these children once they got too old.
2: Dang, it ran for that
0: long? Yeah, because, like, oh, you know, these, or... this was back when they were, these are shorts for movie theaters, so, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Like from 1922 to 1944. So first you had Sunshine Sammy. Then he quit to go do vaudeville. Then you have Farina for ten years because he started when he was one and stayed there until he turned 10, 11. He made the jump to talkies as well. He was you know you know like um, you probably never seen him Farina in anything because he he and Buckwheat canceled each other out. They basically more or less look at the same character with the pigtails and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got Stymie in 1930. Stymie was sort of kind of, you know, he's the one with the bald head and the derby hat. And I know the movie remake that everybody knows from like the 90s, they didn't really get into it that much. But Stymie has a sharp tongue in the originals, which is what makes him stand out. Like, he's my favorite. Like, because first we look like, he was like me at, at, at like age five or six. And just like, he just is, he has the sharpest tongue for a little child this small. (laughs) <laughs> He's just really good at that. At these delivering these lines. Um, he stayed till thirty five, and then they brought in Buckwheat, um, William Thomas Junior or Billy Thomas, and he mm-hmm. stayed through the rest of the series. He he started when He was three. He stayed till he was thirteen. Um mm-hmm. 'cause because you know, when Buckwheat joins, when he had you know uh, Spanky, um, George McFarland, Alfalfa, Carl Switzer, he was a terrible child, by the way. Awful child. The problem child is basically essentially based on him, probably.
3: Who the boy who played alfalfa? Mm, the boy
0: who played alfalfa. He ended up like he was playing pranks on all the other children in oh, wow. mouse traps and s- s- sliding frogs and darlers, you know, outfits and um throwing shit at the directors. Terrible child, but too popular to, to fire, I guess. Mm. Um, and um Eugene Lee, who played Little Porky. And so Porky and Buckwheat, you know, they're a little team or whatever like that. Because the, the weirdest thing about our gang was that, on one hand, you have these black and white children playing together, which you, which you didn't see in anything else back then. Certainly not with, any, with, uh, with adults. The only time you saw it was when other series tried to imitate the Our Gang Little Rascals formula. But at the same time, you know, every now and again, they would slide in a watermelon joke. Mm. They would you know mention that Farina or Stamy's dad is in jail for whatever reason. Um, Stami's mom will play herself every now and then, and she was always a laundress. Mm. You, know, you know, um,
4: what you children's doing over there? We building our automobile, you know. Little rascals do all that shit, scraps. Mm-hmm.
0: What <laughs> and because uh, uh, Stami's playing the engine. i asked the floating power well, hey,
4: you float your pound up to the big house with this here laundry.
2: you know. Oh, God.
4: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> by the time Buckwheat got into it, ironically, they sort of kind of stopped all that shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then How Roach sold the series to MGM because he couldn't afford to produce it anymore. MGM still wanted it, so they took it. And they all came right back. The watermelon mm. jokes and the chicken, the fried chicken jokes. And, you know, child actors are particularly difficult to work with, especially when they are very small children. When you have a very small child who is an actor, essentially you have to trick them into acting. Mm-hmm. You have to set it like a game to get a convincing performance out of them. The second they hit seven or eight and realize that they are actors and they are on sets filming movies. That's the moment of truth, whether or not they're good actors or not. And with every hour yeah. kid, except for, to his acting credit, I guess, Alfalfa, you see the moment when they realize that they're actors and that their performances become at least one magnitude worse. It happened to Buckwheat. Because they also had to teach him how to speak because he had that.
4: He had that speech impediment that Eddie Murphy made fun of all the time on the Saturday Night Live.
0: Oh. So, I don't know if it was the studio, MGM, or if it was his mother who took him to speech elocution classes, but he learned to speak properly and he, his acting got worse.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, dang. Um, but the reason why I want to do it is just to sort of kind of get those kids' words when they were adults about how they felt about playing those parts and compare it to the rest of the industry at the time to the Hattie McDaniels and the Steppenfetchettes who's actually has a guest shot in one hour game comedy. Steppenfetchett appears as Steppenfetchett and, and hangs out with the kids. So I had never heard of him before I saw that that short and then I found out who he was. <laughs> so have you watched all of the shorts? I've watched all the ones that were produced with sound. Like there's like A bunch of... Like, the silent ones There's like 89 silent ones. I've only seen maybe like 10 of those. They're hard to find and they're... Not because they're silent. They're hard to find and they aren't as good as other silent comedies from back then. A lot of it is, oh, look, kids are being cute for a little bit. A little bit of plot. They're being cute. Oh, look, a dog. Um, They are like Lauren Hardy shorts from back then that were more focused and, like, tighter. Lauren Hardy actually were better silent than they were in sound, to be perfectly honest. They were great in sound, but they were phenomenal as silent actors. Um, but the sound ones, I guess, it was just because, like you know, you got you know these kids doing lines, saying not doing lines, my god, saying lines, and you know they sort of kind of find a way to edit it together and make it you know fun and make it work, and it kind of works better with sound.
2: Gotcha. Um,
0: but I've seen all of those. The ones I'm ordering um, off of Amazon are the MGM ones. I was waiting for the price to drop before I got them. They aren't that good. They start out fine after right after the sales, and they go downhill because MGM didn't know how to produce comedies as well as How Roach did. But they're at least interesting, most of them. Um, Robert Blake joins the group for the last well, couple of years. He was five years old.
3: Well, we know how That history. turned out.
0: Alfalfa mm-hmm. was his hero. And Mm. it's um, thought that maybe that was a bad thing for him as an adult. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, He's actually one who did the opposite. As a child, he could not act to save his life. Mm. Then you read, of course, he came from an abusive household. And, you know, his mom and dad basically depended upon him to make all the money for the house. And they were terrible parents and stuff. And you get it. But you watch him in the in the Gang shorts. He can barely run lines. It's like, mm-hmm. but he became a much better adult actor, much better as Beretta and in Cold Blood and all that kind of stuff, and acting on the stand at the trial. <laughs> oh my God! All you know what happened to Robert Blake, right? Nope. He, he killed somebody. He killed his wife, allegedly, because he got he was acquitted of the crime because they could you know. Couldn't prove a shadow of a doubt that he killed his wife. Oh. And so every time after that, that he gets the interview, they always ask him about it. So he just started doing interviews. Because he, he asked, last time I saw he said, listen, you better start asking about the little rascals right now or I'm not answering anything else. I think it was Don <laughs> Lemon. Because it was recent. It was not that long ago. It was, it was, it was whoever, it was Donovan Herbert or Piers Morgan, because Piers Morgan had that spot before he did. It was one of two of them who was on CNN asking Robert Blake about his wife. <laughs> yeah, she died. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Whatever.
3: What were the, like, circumstances of, like, him killing her?
0: I think they, they, they discovered the body say? in the garage.
3: But no, like, what did he say? Like... So he's never admitted to it. He never it admitted it
0: to it, no. He's already said that he found the body in the garage, I believe, and she was dead. Let me go look it up.
3: Was she shot or something?
0: Was I don't shot, know, right? actually. Let me see. Robert Blake, whose real name is Michael Gubatosi.
6: Robert Blake. Robert Blake.
0: Actor. Bonnie Lee Blakely Blakely is the wife. Bailey shot Mm. while sitting in Blake's parked car alongside a Los Angeles area restaurant. It's not the garage. She was out in public. Mm.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. That
3: murder was like just 2001. So it wasn't, I don't know. I was thinking that was like,
6: 80s or like
2: early? I thought it was like yeah. a long time ago. Okay. So that is like basically recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no
4: dead.
0: That's that's Robert Blake in the hour game comedy. Um and the reason why they're they're caught little rascals now is because Howard Roach kept the rights to the ones he produced and wanted to put them on TV in the 50s and couldn't use the name because he sold the rights to MGM. MGM said, we're not selling them back. Call it something else. And so he picked the Little Rascals. And that's the name that became popular on TV and reruns after that. When they do stuff with it now, they have to ask How Roach Studios or whoever owns the rights to the stuff. I think it's not Hallmark now. It's, I think it's Hallmark. I think Hallmark owns all those rights now. And they have to ask um Turner, mm-hmm. M- Warner Brothers, because they own the MGM stuff. And they have to agree to the conditions and everything like that. And that's how that works. When they made the movie, they had to agree to that stuff. You'll see it's licensed by both King Features or not King Features, King World, who owns, that's that's who it is. I forgot. King World owns the rights to the name and the characters. Hallmark owns the rights to the films. um, Warner Brothers and Turner own the rights to the MGM characters, because Froggy's the MGM arrogant character, and the MGM films. So now to- when you
3: say films, are you talking about like the most recent one? Because that's the one I know I've seen.
0: Oh no, the, the original films from the from the 30s, oh, okay. 20s, 30s, and 40s. Universal made the movie. They oh, made okay. a second one in 2014. That was on Real? Netflix. It's not good. Uh- <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that kids was. Kids can't funny. act in it. <laughs> oh goodness. Not good actors, these two kids. The kids in the first one, <laughs> fine. Is that for the little girl Bye. playing Darling who, who you could tell she didn't know how to act. And then you see the, see like the, um, the closing credits and they are showing like the, um, the blooper reel. And she keeps looking mm-hmm. at the fucking camera, <laughs> like little girl,
4: why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, don't look at the camera. Brittany, Brittany, sweetie, don't look at the camera. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Y'all need to hide that damn camera. You have children who are acting. And they're looking at the camera. You need to find a way to downplay the importance of the camera so they don't look at the thing. Like, they're still probably young enough in those in those movies to um, figure out a way to convince them that a camera is not the most important thing to worry about. Or tell them it's not on. I don't know. Uh, <laughs>
2: something. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what's
0: it? Um, Nico Parker. I was I was so upset with that Dumbo movie because that little girl cannot act. She's 14, though. We are you talking about uh,
4: Tandy Newton's daughter like that? Listen, Tandy, Tandy and her daughter need to spend some quality time together at the acting studio.
3: Because mama
0: can act.
4: Mama can act.
0: <laughs> Mama's got it. Like yeah, it, it, did. it, it, it didn't pass down. I don't think. Either that or she just need to be refined. Or it might be Tim Burton. Tim Burton. I feel like it might have been Tim Burton. Tim Burton has clearly lost his touch because everything that was directorial about Dumbo didn't work. It didn't Mm -hmm. feel cohesive. It felt like he was only interested in the art direction of it. Yeah. Like, the story... the, the, The script is fine. It's just not told well.
6: He need to go back to
0: like scaring
3: kids. He need
0: to go. That's that's clearly his lane. I feel like it's over for Tim Burton. I feel like he just go sit down somewhere. He should have been like Jordan and quit in his prime. Oh.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, what else is going on the world? The world. The world. Our world is in peril.
0: Gaia, the spirit of the earth, can no longer stand terrible destruction. Did you,
3: see, did you see that article about saying that if we don't get it together by 2050, like half the population going to be dead because of climate control? I believe it. I totally. I was agree. like, let me stop reading this because
0: because like the ocean levels will rise to the point where like yeah, low level stuff will it goes up to like
3: like one degree that is like catastrophic. And apparently it's been going, like the temperature has been rising like 0.85 degrees every couple. I don't know how, what the
2: yeah.
3: the time is, but, but it's saying if it goes up to like one degree, then it's like, holy hell, <laughs> we're all, I was like, and then somebody, what was I on? I think I was on Twitter. No, I was on it was somebody's Instagram story, but they were showing all of these reports about like, just this freaky way, you know, like Las Vegas got this invasion of crickets for like the next two weeks. Um, then somewhere else just has like, just weird, like a phenomenon of like a weather event. <laughs> and the person was like, Oh, but you know, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But it was like five different stories that like all things that are happening right now. And I'm like, listen, Oh, this geo storm ass uh, shit. You know, which yeah, it was actually on just now. Speaking of shit. <laughs> Like literally I was like scrolling through the TV maybe about twenty minutes ago and it was I saw that it was on. I was like, I never saw that movie yet. But yeah. Just Oh the world.
0: Oh the world. Shout out um blessings. I hope that CB Wonders surgery and everything went well.
3: Uh yeah, he was just at uh whatchamacallit's 30th anniversary. I just saw it on Instagram singing.
0: Okay, that's good.
3: Uh, what's his name, Terry Crews? Uh, Terry and Rebecca, because uh, I saw uh, somebody oh, Dovette Dovette Quince. I follow him, and he had I guess they had their party last night. Right. Steve Wonder was sitting right there playing the harmonica, singing that's
0: good. And I was
3: like that. Now, y'all could just invite him to be a guest. Why y'all gotta make him perform? Right. I got an issue
0: with that. And the other thing I forgot to mention, um, blessings to the people who at Kyoto Animation over in Japan. There was like a uh arsonist who came in and burned the building down and 34 mm. people were dead and many more oh were injured. oh my
3: god
0: um like the like the fans um raised five million dollars for the company and everything but like the like the but, like, funny thing was that like, it was a fan what do you call him ali an otaku yes yeah uh, like, americans americans who are well I it wasn't an american call. this was a japanese person yeah,
5: every anybody who's, like, super, super, super into... Into an anime. anime thing, who came and, they, they, and burned the building office. down. Yeah, why? It was in, insane. Yeah.
3: They didn't like a certain film?
5: Or I didn't read or? up on why, if there was just a disgruntled fan or something. It was definitely...
0: it was. Or... Definitely this, it was a, I think it was a fan. I mean, it was not a person who worked there.
3: Right. Wow, that is crazy.
0: 35 people, because they said one more person passed away in the hospital.
3: Oh my goodness!
0: Let's see. Let me see. What, um, with the what
5: was the company's
0: what name? What kind of now?
3: accelerant did
6: they use?
0: I oh, don't know. A Kyoto animation. They say it's one of the deadliest massacres in Japan since World War II.
3: Jesus!
0: The person, the perpetrator, entered this um, this front door and doused the area several, and several employees with gasoline before lighting it and setting the building on fire. Attempted to flee, but, but the but the police got him.
3: But it did that much damage, like, just gasoline,
0: like, my God. Suspect's name is Shinji Aoba. He is 41 years old. Hmm. I think. want to know what his complaint was. Um, during his transport to the hospital, he admitted to having started the fire, possibly for a revenge, accusing the studio of ripping off or plagiarizing his novels. Oh, okay. So he's doing uh, some stuff. I see. Okay. Wait, so
3: th- did he eventually pass away? Is he still alive?
0: He is still alive. Okay. Mental illness, criminal history. Mm. Robbery on his record. Three and a half years in mm. jail. Was seen was seen at the scene of the crime days before?
6: Staking out the place. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Look at him. He looks like an otaku, too. Lord,
2: I'm just geez. trying to
3: figure out like how that fire got to where it killed. 30, like, that, he's
5: wow. got that look. He's got that look. <laughs> he's got that
6: look.
5: Mm-hmm. Let me look at him. He got that killing
3: gleam in his eye.
5: No, he got that. He got that I watch anime all day. <laughs> um, oh, and play, my and play, land. And play,
0: he sure fuck do? <laughs> <laughs> yep. he look like he look like, some, like a comic con guy. So he's like he's a little he's a little round. Put the like link a little, in the chat so I can little disheveled. All right, let me put like I'm gonna put two of them in there. Yeah. He's got he's got a floppy
5: haircut. He's got, haircut. A, he's got Uh-oh. A one floppy hair. He's, he's probably got a one bedroom little a very very tiny apartment with a bunk bed and a table with a computer on it. Ain't that a lot of people in Japan, though, Ali? They,
4: don't they this live in, like, small spaces? House.
5: Yeah, they like, the, yeah, small spaces is, a, is a, it's a common thing, especially if you're not
0: somebody who's, like, making a lot of money. Right. It's just easier that way. All right, I'm going to put the first picture in here. This is from heavy.com. Um, they got a picture of him at a convenience store, it looks like.
3: Oh, let me see.
0: Here's that. the other one here. Oh! You see what we mean? Mhm. <laughs> not, not the stereotype, folks, but um,
3: he don't look forty. Well, he looks like a
0: teenager. But yeah, let's go ahead and get out of here. I think we have enough content for everybody because, like, this shit been running do. for uh, quite a while. Thanks for
3: tagging along as we've been very random.
0: Yes, we have. Let me go real <laughs> quick. Um, um, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find our show across all like our social media across all platforms under the handle at SSM Podcast. You you can listen. You can okay, calm down, boy. Almost at the finish. You can listen to our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, ACast, tune in. And now on Spotify. <laughs>
4: we are on Spotify. We made it. Ba,
0: ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba,
2: ba. I
0: just want to look pew, really pew. quick and see if we had any um review, reviews to look at. Uh, but it won't let me get to the
4: how do I get to the Apple store? Darn it.
0: Um,
2: say something nice, podcast
6: <laughs> store store. See, you see, Apple, you see how y'all do. This is how y'all do. I bet you it was the Android computer, so she thinks the Android
2: computer right in the countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I did want to just uh um, make sure.
0: Actually, hold on one quick second. I'll be right back.
1: Oh, kiddoki. Mm-hmm. This one we
2: need the Jeopardy music. Oh, the
6: the do
3: famous
2: do old do Alex Trebek? Do, do,
3: do, do, do. Yeah. Oh, I hope he's doing well.
5: Right. He's one of those people I can't I can't imagine. Like Bob Barker and Alex Trebek, just, and
3: Pat Sajak too.
5: Pat Sajak.
3: Right. What is Bob Barker? He's still alive, right? No.
5: You yes. See? He, okay. he should still be alive. It would have been a. It would have been a a very big. It would be very. Right. stopping If that if they were to pass, if he was to pass away,
3: I know somebody. I was thinking about the other day it was uh Sean Connery. I was like, man, I wonder how he's doing because I I haven't heard anything about him in so long.
5: I don't know. He just needs to stay. I away. loved him. He just needs to stay away from women. Stop! Stop all that! Stop all that mess. Oh, I don't. Really, I, <laughs> what I heard about all that, all that stuff about him wailing on on was it? a girlfriend or wife, and I was like, No, nope, I'm counseling you. Mm-hmm. don't do it.
6: Oh my god, he's eighty
2: eight
0: hello, I don't think we have any hello. new reviews. I think we've read these already. from these from two thousand and eighteen. <sighs> Give us new reviews, you guys.
3: Yes, five stars. Five
4: star reviews. We'll read them.
0: I got five on. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't watched that video. It's been linked so many times. The cat trailer set to "I Got Five on It" instead of the cat's music. What everybody keeps putting that in? The like,
3: the, like the like the get like the the us. I got five on it. Other
0: like the original. Song? The us. I got five on it. Oh no! The creepy oh, version. No. I don't want I don't want it. I don't want to see it. Mm-mm. Oh, you weren't you weren't here last week. Uh Latria, Kat's trailer.
6: Oh, um.
0: <laughs> be honest, um, be honest. I we're, terrified. Well, <laughs> well, we're terrified. We're terrified. I'm have intrigued a little bit, but I'm kind of terrified.
2: Well, we had
3: talked about it in the chat, because I think we both had like just watched it. Yeah. And I got in the chat and I was like, oh my God, have you seen it? <laughs> so first thing was. I mean... Jennifer butchered memories, and I was like, Girl, Yeah,
0: she, she's 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 not on the key.
3: Gonna, like, was this like a rough? Like, they, she just literally went and like sang it real fast. They're like, We're just gonna put the trailer out. Like, I, I don't know. know
5: what this song is supposed to sound like, so I can't. Was a, on
3: it? It wasn't massive. I don't know, but she definitely hit a note that I was like, Oh no, man. I don't think she knows
0: somebody linked to what they, this song is supposed to she look, she look like. Not,
3: and that's the problem. That is a soft song. It like crescendos up. She start. She starts out everything on ten. It's like you can't do that with <laughs> that.
0: That song. I'm a heathen. Could someone send me the link to what the song is supposed to sound like? It, I, honestly, bro, if it'd be, be ask for you just to like look at YouTube it um, and look up um, Ellen, like not Ellen Page, um, Elaine Page singing um, memories.
3: Yeah, it's very. I uh, it's it's not supposed to sound like. How right. she hit it down. But other than that, it was very interesting because again, I don't know anything about cats. I don't know the story. So I'm interested just to see, like, what it, but apparently it has no point because no, it's, it's anything that I've heard from people, they were like, yeah, this, this is literally just about, like, there's literally no plot to it. So I was like, well, how is this the longest running show on Broadway?
0: Then? Clearly it must be music. It's supposed to be the music because there's no plot to the actual production. Yeah. Because so I
3: like it. Now I didn't have a problem with how they look, like the actual digital fur technology that they've coined. Now, right? Um, I didn't have an issue with that. I have a problem so with
0: Jennifer's look. The rest of them I can live with.
3: Okay. Yeah. See, I just had a, my whole thing was that her voice in that song, but so I didn't initially have an issue with how she looked either. But I mean, I'm I would go see it just because. You know, it, I mean, my boo
0: is in it. So I have to go support my husband. But
3: just, yeah. So, mm-hmm. And I love James Corden. I love him. And I still want to know how Jason Derulo ended up in a movie with Dame Judy Dench and Sir Ian McKellen. Like, it just is not making sense to me.
0: They got to put his audition tape on a DVD. I,
3: like, who? I just, I'm bewildered. I just, <laughs> that's, I mean, I would play that up if I was him and my, my resume for the rest of my life. That I was in a movie with those two. You wouldn't be able to tell me nothing. You hear me?
0: Well, if it comes back at it like Jason Jason Derulo can't act.
3: I mean, (laughs) I I doubt that he can. (laughs) They're probably like, oh, he can sing and dance, so we got that. So we'll just keep his lines real short. Right. I also hope that girl doesn't have a lot of lines either. So, oh, the, um, but it's, the it's also girl? It's, no, 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 the other girl,
0: Jennifer. No, the, the white girl, oh, rebel.
3: No, the other one. Oh,
0: oh, oh, she who shall not be named <laughs> right. exactly. the snake, aka <laughs> yeah. the ginger noodle. <laughs> uh huh.
2: Yeah,
3: but it's, it's an interesting though, because all of the posts that I've seen like on uh, social media and stuff they use her photo as the main one for like whatever articles and I was like that's very interesting
0: because Latria
3: I know I know why but I'm just <laughs> and, she, and, she, and I don't even think that she has like her part is very small apparently
0: I believe yeah it is but I'm just
3: like it's very interesting that her photo is the main one they use nobody else very very interesting not even the freaking like main character girl
0: Thanks so much for listening, everyone. This has been the Say Something Nice podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm here with Latria. See you later. And Ali. Thanks for joining us. And coffee lights, we had to go. But thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we will see you guys next time. Easy.